0: Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for your main event of the week. Hailing from Table Show Studios in Kansas City. Hosted by Captain Awesome and T-Mac. It is the Spanish Announce Table. We are coming to you from uh, Table Show Studios. It's beautiful here, isn't it, uh, T-Mac? It is for episode 200.
1: Yeah, that was the first time I've heard that. Yeah, I surprised you there with that, didn't I? That was, that was neat. Yeah, it's fun, man. New new music, right? 200, right? Right, exactly. Because typically I check out during the intro because I'm like I've heard this mm-hmm. 199 times, so you know, let me get ready for the first story and catching up with you and your week. Uh, but then I was like, well, wait a minute, curveball and new music, and I yeah. like it. Yeah, I did the uh, um, the uh, you know, the voice parts.
0: Uh, not just a few minutes ago. So I was gonna run it by you, but I was like, you know what? I, we really ain't got time to change it uh, if we don't. So fuck them. Mm-hmm. fuck him. We'll do it live. It is episode two hundred, man. Yeah. So we had a a blast last night recording portions of this show that you will hear throughout while we were at Up Down the Up Down Arcade Bar in Kansas City, which is a great place. Uh, super cool dudes over there. We were there for the NWL No Mercy Nintendo sixty four tournament, where the lucky winner received a gold pass, which is basically free front row tickets, essentially to to, to uh, NWL events for right. one calendar year. So that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, and we had a a fun time there talking to. To all kinds of people that you are here throughout the show. Yeah? How fun was that? Yeah, Did you have a blast?
2: it
1: was great. I, my hair was complimented on about how great of a head of hair I have. That was nice. Yes. Um, we watched uh, some really competitive battles in the video game world, mm-hmm. uh, some false finishes, as it were, in the wrestling matches after finishers were performed, and uh, we drank some good quality beer. And we met some good quality people, so overall it was a good quality night. I felt it this morning, uh, but there was also pizza. Yeah. Pizza. Hey, Just actually, you yeah you will notice there's a couple times, and I'm talking to a listener here, not you, <laughs> where Captain forgets what question we're on and who read the question first. <laughs> hey,
0: we were having fun. It was a party, right? <laughs> Is that me? Is that you? I don't know. Fuck <laughs> him. Hey man, it's a podcast, right? Right. it Who was funny
1: hey, i no, but- giggled i giggled a good 3 to 4 times at your uh unorganization due yeah. to alcohol consumption yes
0: yes so TMAC, uh outside of obviously our festivities and we'll carry on more with that throughout episode 200 what else did you do this week
1: uh i worked in invicta card uh oh, wow. at the scottish rite temple uh enjoyed that the women uh performed their mixed martial arts uh, talents against each other to declare a victor and that was fun and entertaining to see uh, other than that just kind of you know getting by loving that life yeah yeah
0: you know? man just I, uh same here man i was working i mean i did buy a truck uh for yeah the, for the ranch boy you
1: got them four uh, wheels hey i'm moving soon you want to help
0: yeah you got well, a truck now yeah it depends man as long as i'm not moving the same well you're moving before i am huh yeah. There you go.
1: Yeah, we can do that, man. Uh, so yeah, let's just get into... Isn't that That's the worst thing about owning a truck. Uh, is right. everyone will, Hey, so hey, I'm moving a couch. Hey, I just hey. bought it from Nebraska Furniture Mart. Can you like... Help me like, move it from the store to my house, yeah. or I'm moving from this. Yeah, I hate that. I had a truck for three years, and every weekend it felt like someone was asking me, Hey, so I just bought a grill, and I need to take it from you know Sears and yeah. bring it to my house. Can you help? It's well,
0: like, God damn it. You know what will help some of that is, A, where I'm going, all the people around there are going to have their own, right? Uh, two, I don't have friends, so...
1: Anyway. that is true right you so do not have friends not
0: gonna be anybody asking me for anything except yeah, to are like right. move over to the you know the other chair so that right, their, exactly. their actual yeah, friends can you sit have next to them. no friends right they yeah. want their friends to sit next to them and not me right because you have no right, friends none. zero 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 so t-mac uh we had a lot of wrestling this week a lot of it we was great did. a lot of it was great and some of it was bad, so some people will find some negative things to talk about. But we don't like that here. We like to stay positive. So each week, you give us three things to talk about, that give, or three things to, that are positive, to kind of talk about to get us off on the right start, right? Get us going in, in a
1: feel-good uh, way. And there's plenty of things to talk about this week. Uh, first off, one of the best pro wrestling matches of the year, we had... Dunn versus Bait for mm-hmm. the UK title mm-hmm. at NXT TakeOver. How fun was that?
0: If if we were giving our awards today, it would get my match of the year.
1: Yeah, I know the Okada and uh, 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 Kenny Omega match. Uh, everyone was getting a hard on. Yeah. And that was really good. It yeah. was uh, really entertaining. But for me, yeah, I would agree. That was, so far, the match of the year. It was so good. And I think what also helped, at least for me is that I wasn't oversaturated with their moveset or their matches against each other. True. So to me, it felt fresh and new, kind of similar to the Okada Omega match, where I've only seen them wrestle four or five right. times. So that was all new stuff to me as well. Uh, but this was very well done. Let me tell you, though, because
0: f- even if somebody disagrees and they like you know, that Okada match more than than that one, and they want to say that's the best of the year so far, nobody's discounting that it's a contender for match of the year. And they did it in a purely mat based technician style wrestling, which is just amazing.
1: Yeah. It was really, it was done well. I even love, uh, when they were doing their, uh, Moves on moves on moves on moves yeah. when uh bait got thrown into the ropes and he did like a head first dive into yeah. the top rope and caught his shoulders on the rope to then yeah. propel himself back and then do that clothesline. Yeah. That was a cool set of moves. I love that, that was great. And but yeah, was, so that's P1 oh, uh, so, hard, so far. Though, yeah, the match of the year done versus bait. Yeah, I love it. P2 also comes from NXT. And it was the DIY uh, turn at the end of the pay-per-view. All the little details were great, right? So Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano uh, up there getting the you deserve it, you know, standing ovation. People are thinking they're going to the main roster. The part that was the best was from a production value. If you were there live, I bet it was still great, but from a production value, I fell for it because they even threw up the t- trademark 2017 NXT Takeover Chicago. What they always do, that's yep. the last graphic they pull yeah. and then they fade to black. All the they details, put that up there. Right? I check out, I mentally check out. I get up from my seat to go get some water. I hear people going crazy. I'm thinking it's like a WWE network commercial, you know, when it's like Stone Cold and right. Hogan rocking all that. Turn back around. Some of the bitch choppa beat the shit out Gargano's him. head upside of the, the the production. Yeah.
3: Huh? Yeah.
1: He said, fuck you with your nice hair. I'm throwing it into this uh barricade. What? And then that fucking spot where he dove off the announce table with Gargano on his back through the fucking table. Yeah. And then that was another great spot. He watches and stares in disgust of himself and the situation as Gargano gets put on a stretcher and gets taken out of the arena. And even before that, when Gargano first got attacked, he still wasn't believing what was happening, and he was like looking to Ciampa in disbelief. Like That's great performance. That's great art right there. That's pro wrestling, goddammit. And that was fucking awesome. The the match itself was really good, too, but that turn, whoo, good job. I
0: love the visual uh, of they're tending to Gargano after that, right? And the camera is kind of like looking up and Champa's looking down, just sitting on the table, looking down at, at the yeah. at the mess he'd created. It was just great. I loved
1: it, Yeah, that. and that look to me, and again, you know, we'll see on NXT when he explains his actions of why Champa, why? But it was so good because it was like, Damn it, Johnny. Why did you have why did you make me do this? Yeah. Like why did you stop suck so sucking, bad? Right? And yeah. this wouldn't have been the outcome of the night. Like, I liked that that performance from him. It, well, it was it was very well done.
0: And that's so great too, because Gargano took a bullet for him in that match, storyline wise. He shoved him yeah. out of the way for that sick ladder spot where they busted his face apart you know what i mean like well I yeah mean,
1: didn't because I it was, they hit it, right? i thought it was well done but uh
0: yeah uh, so that even adds that extra compelling because he's gonna be like what the hell man i mm-hmm. you know what i mean
1: <laughs> yeah i took a bullet for you yeah. i i got in the way of of violence and pain to save you and look what you did to me yeah it's gonna be great and that match at the next nxt takeover is oh, gonna be spectacular great. uh speaking of performance though that goes into p3 a great performance and a promo from a veteran of almost 20-plus years, Gold Dust yeah. promo on Monday Night Raw. How good was that?
0: I liked it. It, it was good to
1: see that back, and,
0: and I hope it only goes up and up and up. I want it weirder and more awkward. And let's
1: get oh, yeah. it going. I want him to go all gold with like a woman's robe and no black on his facial paint. Just have it yeah. literally just a gold out on That's himself. All- but I like the explanation of the turn. So he basically was saying, you know, this is the end of the, the movie, right. but I'm going to ride it. I'm yeah. going to go out how I want. And I thought that was great to explain. Like I just didn't turn on him because hey, we fucking kept losing. It was we kept losing. I'm not going out that way. We're both at the end of our careers. So if we are going out, it's going to be dog eat dog. And I'm going to fucking make sure that I win and you lose.
0: And the thing that it's all about the movie, and there's no reason that if they do it right and it's compelling enough and weird enough that it couldn't be a mid card title run in there somewhere. I mean, he can go still and it would be quick and it's a fun storyline. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it could get up there on the card at least.
1: I think it'd be great if. If they're going to keep them with our truth as far as, you know, that heel versus babyface thing, sure. Yeah, they've got to do look, that. Look, they're both right. old as shit. And yeah, Gold Dust looks amazing and is probably having some of his better matches in his career, but do it really crazy and do it cool. And have them both in their career together, like the storyline. When it ends, they're both done. I got you. So okay. you don't have to have Goldust go, "Well, I ended our truth. Now what?" Or vice versa, our truth ends Goldust and goes like, "What's up?" Like uh, fucking, yeah. you both are stale. Yeah. Do something spectacular together and get the fuck out.
0: And just yeah, just write it and be done.
1: Right, but it's I love the promo. I love the promo. I love the cadence. I love. Uh, the the mannerisms, the little details in the eyes and and his just posture. It was great old school gold dust, which if you think about it, he did that promo almost to a T. It was a little bit weirder the first time around than today because of a different time period, but he did that first kind of promo. Think about this. In 1995. Yeah. He did a promo that was 20 years ahead of its time to where then he did it 20 years later, and it was still fucking cool. It's still good.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: That's incredible to say.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah.
1: I agree with you. That is insane. Good for you, Goldust. You know, they always say that Undertaker's the greatest character in WWE history, which I agree with, but don't discount the character of Goldust.
0: Yeah, man. Goldust is great, and I think he's – I'm interested to see where this goes. Uh it it's certainly not it's going to be better than what we were getting, right? Definitely. Definitely. All right, well, let's cut into the news. We picked the four hottest topics of the week. This week's a little a little slow uh because there were so many events. Usually when there's an NXT and a big event and you've got the Raw and the Smackdown, the other news kind of goes by the wayside cuz everybody's so focused on these things. So, we picked some four topics. Some of them maybe not, you know, the media's but we'll we'll give it a go, right? We'll give
1: it the old college
0: try. Yes. (laughs) All right. Where? There we go.
1: Smells like he's cooking money. Oh. If that's the case, it's got to be the rock.
0: The rock gave a ratings boost to Saturday Night Live when he hosted the weekly sketch show this week according to a press release by NBC that said the show not only outrated every primetime telecast on television this week in their coveted 18 to 49 year old demographic, but the episode also earned the highest SNL season finale ratings in six years.
1: He's a hot guy I mean
2: he's, me right money.
1: Now.
0: Yeah. Like- he's
1: money. yeah like money. I don't know how many other ways we can say this. Like, he yeah. always produces. Yeah. Yeah. He now he's going to run for president. Because fuck our politics, right? You don't need to be an expert in anything. Just be likable to some demographic, and they'll vote you in for president. Yeah. We're going to
0: have President Rock. Is it
1: worse than President Trump?
0: Can he change the seal to have, like, a
1: Brahma bull on it? Or the people's eyebrow? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. here and then. Here's another thing. Wait, tweet wait, hold. the table if you have a bet. Go ahead. No, no, no. You you go ahead. I was gonna say tweet the table if you have a better idea. But I don't understand what does a 49 year old and an 18 year old have in common, and why is it that big of a demographic? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I've never got that.
0: Well, I think they'll also sub-break that down into other things. I think that's just a catch-all. This is Well, then
1: let's get to the meat, because a 49-year-old and 18-year-old have nothing in fucking common.
0: Yeah. But I think that's what they're saying What are you really going is, after? I think that's what they're saying is, overall, I think what that is is, so there's 18 to 49. They'll also break that down to 18 and 25 and 18 to 39. But overall, the, this group of people, which is probably the highest amount of people watching TV, right? the and yeah, so I guess you're right. I that's that the that, that means overall every fucking buddy was watching the show.
1: Right. When you do the best But I would that. think if you're a niche market like what we talk about pro wrestling that you would break that down a little bit more so that you understand your audience a little bit better, right? Yeah.
0: Well, but that's Saturday Night Live.
1: Well, yeah, but I'm talking about wrestling in general because they do the same thing where, oh, we boasted our Monday Night Raw ratings are for great 3.0 for the last three weeks from 18 to 49. And I was like, who the fuck? Like an 18-year-old is graduating high school and a 49-year-old is just hoping to make it out of bed in 15 minutes. (laughs) You
0: know? Well, good for The Rock, right? Yeah, but great for The Rock.
1: He just can't miss.
0: He can't. Midas touch, man. All right.
1: We had the ultimate thrill ride and now we're actually going to have a thrill ride. Space Mountain. Close. That Woo. could actually be a part of the story. Oh. Uh, but according to Uprocks, is that how you say Uproar? Uprocks? Yeah, Uprocks. So. I think you're right. Uh there are designs for numerous scalable attractions that could work for events like WrestleMania Access, but according to AM2, they could also end up being part of a full-scale outdoor WWE theme park. Among oh. the designs are indoor multi-tiered rooms with arcade games and TV screens around a WWE ring that features a robotic arm that allows fans a virtual reality in-ring experience. All of the plans right now are just concepts for now. But an executive says the ideas are for rides and attractions that give fans the feeling of, quote, the real thing. Among the other ideas, the executive, as listed to uh, AM2, are for, quote, Road to WrestleMania ride, a WWE, quote, House of Horrors, huh. which we saw the match, now so we would we begin probably to see that. And a rebranding already existing rides of experiences from other clients uh, from Universal Studios, Legos, things like that. With names of WWE signature moves like The Rock Bottom. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Would you go? Fuck I yeah, would I'd go.
0: Just- and, and they're going to
1: put on some shows there and stuff. It's going to be fun. Hell yeah, oh, you an go. NXT takeover once a year from the WWE theme park mm-hmm. is money. Yes.
0: A lot of money. Yeah. No brainer. If they can do that, why not? People love those places.
1: I love theme parks. Yeah. I love to scare myself and I love to push it to the limit with those like, uh, you know, thrill seeking adventures. So wow. I'm all about this. If you and can combine it, the the uh, bungee jump aspect with a Hulkamania, you know, koozie cup or whatever the fuck you want to call it. I'm all in. I love this idea. Let's do it.
0: And uh the scalable attractions that they get to take around to like WrestleMania access and things like that. That's amazing too. So you're going to have your own little carnival out there. It's going to be great.
1: Yeah, I'm not that crazy about that like the cuz then that becomes like a piece of shit circus kind of thing. Well, sure. I want an part actual, of WrestleMania like, access, you know but there's yeah, also and going and I to think be a access I've never been to, but you know, yeah. they've always said it's amazing. But I, if you're going to do a theme park, I want it to be in one spot yeah. year no. round. I think what they've said right. is it's both. They would, they could do both, but they will yeah, well, also have the smaller, they scalable. they're right. the craziest right. company in the world. Yeah. But I want an actual yeah. theme park, like two blocks away from full sale university. Yeah. Right? well They're going
0: to start with the scalable thing from what I, what I gathered. And then uh, if it's,
1: Received well. Well, of course it'll be received well. People fucking will eat up that shit. So maybe we'll Uh, see it someday. What would be your... Okay, so you're in charge. Here we Mm -hmm. go. You always make me come up with storylines, but you come up with this. What is the signature ride for the WWE theme park? The signature ride
0: for the WWE theme park is going to be the Vince McMahon... It's going to be the Kiss My Ass Tron 4000, right? You're going to get in a cart, and you're going to go all the way up uh, what, 400 feet, right? And you're going to descend not into a tunnel, but Vince McMahon's ass, right? Right?
1: Easy money. It'll be a thrill ride like of that. epic proportions. I was thinking... uh what you could do is do a bungee jump, uh-huh. but what you get into is like a full body, like uh, 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 what do you when you go camping? What do you always get into? Like when you sleep, what does that call? Uh, like, uh, I'm yeah. losing sleeping it right bag. now. Yeah, a sleeping a bag, a sleeping bag. Yeah, it's a full scale sleeping bag. But what is that wrong... bag that you sleep in called? I can't think. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, i'm dehydrated yes and these fucking things i keep hearing myself so i'm a little bit uh, distracted uh anyhow so you get into a sleeping bag type of apparatus with the rock looking like it's giving you a rock bottom and then you do the bungee jump like you jump off and then the picture it looks like rock is giving you a rock bottom you call it the rock bottom and you just the bottom drops out on you and you do the fucking bungee thing I think that would oh, okay. be fun. That's a good one, too. It'll be interesting to see if this ever pops off. It could be fun. I hope so. Yeah.
0: Can we please get the hand to present the winner's trophy? Uh, May Young? Uh-huh. WWE officially announced the long-rumored WWE Women's Tournament on WWE.com this week. The May Young Classic will tape in mid-July at Full Sail University in Orlando. Who's in
4: this?
0: I, I don't think they've announced any of that yet mm. mm-hmm. are you excited about it i mean it'll be interesting to see what other women's talent that we're not exposed to because we generally don't watch a whole lot of non-wwe stuff and we watch the highlight stuff and let's face it wrestling doesn't typically highlight its women's wrestlers a whole lot and so we don't get to
1: see a whole lot of what else is out there for women would you right? put would you put any existing women on the roster in this tournament
0: no, I'd, I'd like to see those tournaments came off well because there are these people that we've, you know, maybe you've seen some people that we've seen before, right? Like we saw Brian Kendrick before, right? When they did mm-hmm. the cruiserweight thing, little things like that, maybe you sprinkle in some people, but I wouldn't do any of your like regular running full roster, maybe some of the NXT people, right? Like a,
1: a like a Peyton Royce or yeah. whatever her name is, yeah. the, the iconic duo or
0: something or a, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm It'll excited. I'm not yeah. excited, but we'll see how it is. All right. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, it could be good and it could be bad. You know. All right, all right. I feel like I feel like this is a WWE like tailor made failure in the sense that they struck while the iron was hot and they had gold with 205 or the cruiserweight classic, right? Yeah. yeah. Then they even, I in my opinion, topped themselves with the UK tournament, yeah, right? Yeah and I'm nothing against women at all. But I think this is where then it's like, uh, Oh, but then that women's tournament happened. And then the cruiserweight classic came back. Like, I think this is going to be that. Okay, cool. But then, you know, uh, just because I think all of the best women, unlike men where, uh, and I'm naive to this because just like you said, we typically watch WWE and not much else, but even in our world, we're aware of the Adam Cole's, the Mart uh, the Marty Scrolls, yeah. the Kenny Omegas, right? Yes. In women's wrestling I don't know anyone. I yeah, I mean I've so heard a I'm few names, but I I'm going to be excited to see the new people, yeah. but there's no one setting the world on fire like when they got a Bushi for the Cruiserweight Classic. Yeah, true, you know what I'm saying? True, there's yeah. no one, at least in my eyes, that the casual WWE fan is going to tune in for it and be like, oh shit, now I finally get to see yeah. fill in the blank in a WWE ring, at least for the women. So uh, that's where I think it's going to be like, a, okay, cool. Eh. Yeah, we'll see. Although... I mean, if you got some TNA people out of their contract, like Gail Kim or Taryn Terrell, who I know isn't mm-hmm. in TNA, but I'm just saying mm-hmm. a Taryn Terrell. Because remember how great that ladder match was that mm-hmm. they had, Gail Kim and Taryn Terrell? We like raved you know, about yeah, it in one could, of our uh, episodes.
0: You could go get some of those uh, dollhouse girls, or maybe they uh, they would be good for a tournament.
1: Yeah, we know one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: that'd be nice to you see her. Hear
1: from her or you're going to hear from her in this episode, you episode are. 200. Come on with it. Take you a are. shot.
0: All right, let's get
1: your last news topic. T MAC. Quote the lawsuit. Nevermore. Raven. Former WWE superstars Raven and Buff the Stuff Bagwell have filed an amended version of their ongoing lawsuit against the company WWE as per the Wrestling Observer newsletter. Ooh. The suit bases the suit's base is that WWE breached the plaintiff's contracts by not paying royalties on the WWE network appearances as talents are contractually entitled to receive payment from direct sales to consumers such as pay-per-views, merchandise, etc. Raven's WWE contract from June 2000 defines, quote, direct sales as including without limitation at the arena via mail order sales or direct on television or via the internet. He argues that the streaming media should fall under the category and cites another contract provision stating that he's received royalties on, quote, video cassettes, video disc, CD-ROM, or other technology, including technology not yet created, Mm -hmm. end quote. WWE Counter's argument is that, the network isn't a physical product and the subscription is merely a license to watch WWE material. So royalties aren't applicable. The companies filed the motion to dismiss the lawsuit in December, 2006, but the battle continues quote the lawsuit. Nevermore. What a bunch of
0: assholes. WWE can be sometimes man. Pay these guys some fucking royalties,
1: but I mean, Jesus. Okay. Yes. However, you have to look at it from a business standpoint. How big is their wrestling library? Yeah. Very I mean, large. fuck. <laughs> no, I <laughs> get it gonna...
0: being maybe less than, say, a DVD where you are directly on it and we've got 12 guys, right? right? So the network, obviously, you are one of 10,000 possible people they could have watched. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Maybe you work out a system where, hey, we know how many people watched Raven versus fucking whatever, right? So we, can, yeah. so we can know a fraction of the overall, and then there's a pool that's an overall royalty pool. There's ways to do something. And come on, this whole like, well, you know, before we didn't have the network, it was only – man, come on, knock it off. Like, you getting part, fucking yeah. – I,
1: I think the part in Raven's contract where it says uh, royalties on, quote, video cassettes, video discs, CD-ROMs, or other technology – comma, including technology not yet created, that's the part where it's like, WWE, this is the network. At the time in 2000, this wasn't created, but it is now, so you have to give in. I think. I yeah. feel like that's just right there. It, it was a technology not created. It does include royalties in the sense of, if I go onto the network to watch Barely Legal 1997, I'm tuning in for one reason, one of the reasons, to see uh, Raven versus you know right. Terry Fung versus Steve B Richards whatever it is you know yeah. what i'm saying so yeah he should get paid the uh, the thing that i think they're trying to stop is if i'm butch reed and i say well people are getting the network to watch me and ron simmons in our blow off match wcw capital punishment 1991 Uh it's like no we're fucking not you know that's where
0: the they'll have the benefit of they have they have records of all that they know anytime anybody's access any piece of footage on there
1: guaranteed right so yeah this is where the interesting thing will be because this could open the floodgates to King Kong Bundy, Butch Reed, you know, whoever's next on that list to say, well, now I want my money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because Buff Bagwell and Raven say what you want, but they have a niche that people tune in for. ECW is 1 million percent me, right? Yeah. Like I'm watching everything ECW. I still watch it today. I send you old clips of Brian Pillman's promo and mm-hmm. ECW and all that stuff. And we even heard uh, Joel the Bandit last night watching WCW 2000. Well, guess who the biggest part of WCW 2000 was? Yeah, the stuff. Buff Bagwell. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, these guys have to get paid. Man, you know man. what I mean? So Pay the motherfucker. It, it, right. It's going to be interesting to see because I'm very interested in that aspect of everyone gets paid. Well, wait a minute. Is everyone getting paid equally? Because that's bullshit you right. know what i mean so i agree with you should be fun okay well that was the news man for
0: episode 200 tmac 200 but we're gonna come back we're gonna talk about what you want to talk about by doing that on tweet the table you're gonna know what that is if you don't when you come back to the spanish announce table which is on
1: spanish table.net before alarm clocks, there were professional, quote, knocker uppers, people who would go around and knock on your door until you woke up. What a job. JourneyTimesNetwork.com
3: It is
0: Captain Awesome and T Mac at the Spanish Announce Table, second hundredth episode. Did I say that right? Is that how you say numbers? I don't do math. I don't do math either. There's a lot of things I don't do.
1: But pro wrestling is one of the things that we do do. (laughs) Ha ha. Do do. -do. And so what we have here is a special segment called Wrestling with Words. First
0: up, though, let's talk with uh, who we have, right? Wrestling with Words is a fun thing where we like to see what people think about certain terms and people and places. Basically nouns. Persons, places, and things in professional wrestling. And we've got a pro wrestler with us. Quite intimidating. He threatened to... uh, To beat me up at one point at a press conference.
1: Yeah, I mean, that was my um, favorite moment of his career so far.
3: That's very nice of you. I appreciate it. We have Big Jack Foster. How are you, sir? Hey, you called me a professional wrestler. I am the professional wrestler. You get it straight, brother. We got a couple
0: more over here. Am I wrong?
3: Yeah, they are a professional wrestler. I am the professional wrestler. I get it now. Uh, Duh. I get it now. He's a smart guy, too. Brains and
0: bronze. Jack, how are you? How have things been since we last talked? You?
3: Hey, man, I'm good. We're here at Up Down, right? We're having a good time with the NWL. I'm doing great. All right,
0: let's get into this wrestling with words, right? So you're just kidding. It's a Rorschach test, if it will. You're smart. You know what that means, right? All right. All right, let's get it. You
1: want the first one, teammate? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so the first wrestling with words topic, the
3: Junkyard Dog. The Junkyard Dog. The hero of the Mid-South. I, I love watching all the Mid-South stuff that I can see on the network and stuff now and watching all the JYD stuff. Uh, even up to his later days in WCW, he's still doing his thing. Watching those legs going back and forth. Maybe I need to pick me up a little JYD wiggle. What do you think? Get you a chain? Yeah, I like it. Barking at the air? Let's start doing that, yeah.
0: What? Give me your best bark.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, we can work on that. All right, let's get number two. <laughs> Don't beat me up.
3: Number two is Squared circle. Squared circle. That's where I live, brother. That is my home. I figured more of a foresty area. What are you saying? Huh? Uh, never mind. i right, going to get beat up. Jack is going to beat you up.
0: His foot is bigger than my face.
3: I'm not going <laughs> to stop him either. This well, no, you can stop him. Well, even if I wanted to, this is all on you. All right, number, th- number three, powder. Powder? Like the movie? Powder. Have you ever taken a powder? I'm assuming you haven't taking a powder i'm gonna run away from another professional wrestler i told you once i am the professional wrestler they take a powder from me i like that all right four is this one mine scott steiner scott steiner well scott steiner has about 15 seconds if he thinks that only three seconds could win him a match, a fourth match, and a third time against Jack Foster on a third Wednesday of the second time that he ever tried on the first night he ever wanted to. All in three seconds, I could beat him.
0: I like that. All right, number
3: five. <laughs> that was awesome. All right, Mark. Mark. Mark who? Well, Mark. Mark Lewin, maniac Mark Lewin in the big chops, the purple haze. He was the man. Yeah, I know him, big Mark Lewin. That's exactly what we were talking about. All right, and the final one Spanish announce table. Spanish announce table. Isn't that the thing that everybody goes right through? Everybody, unfortunately. All right. Including, so, you. Including
0: you, Tim. I'm about to go through the Spanish announce table. Jack, has been a pleasure having you on. We appreciate you coming on. Thanks, guys. All right, we'll be back with more on the second hundredth episode of the Spanish announce table.
5: Hey, what's up? It's WWE Superstar Dolph Ziggler here, and you're listening to the Spanish Announce Table on the Trending Topics Network.
0: 200th episode of the Spanish Announce Table is Captain Awesome and T-Mac once again here at NWL. No Mercy, Nintendo 64 tournament.
1: The N64 No Mercy tournament. Currently, we have Jeremy Wyatt, who I did beat in 18 seconds, the first N64 No Mercy tournament. He's up right now going up against a fan who is looking to score his season pass to the NWL events. Uh, But we are joined now by a special guest, another first-timer to the podcast. Uh, Tell him a little bit about... Uh,
0: Before I do that, you did beat Jeremy Wyatt in 18 seconds.
1: Hashtag never forget.
0: Hashtag never forget. We have uh, an extraordinary guest. I I don't know that we've had one this important in a while. It's Marty Bell. Marty Bell, how are
6: you? Hi, I'm good. How are you guys?
0: We're doing well. We're having a super fun time here, but we want to know, what have you been up to? We know, you, we know you're here at NWL, but maybe some of our listeners don't know what's going on with you. So you've been here a while yet, yeah? a couple months?
6: I have. I have. I have been here since January. Actually, I've been here since December, since before even our first show. But I've been here in Kansas City since January officially, uh, mostly doing the backstage corresponding work. Uh, I started wrestling for NWL, and as you saw two weeks ago, I also did a little bit of ring announcing, which was interesting.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah more on that later, as it were. But you also did manage to get blindsided by a, a dastardly heel, even. Uh, she kind of, when you were least expecting it, you were kind of hitting the back of the head. And
6: You know, it's, it's funny because her and I are friends, and we hung out together, and we worked out together, and we did all this cool stuff together, and, well, she, uh, yeah, she just felt like that was her right time to make a name for herself. But, you know, I uh, knocked her out last time, so i going to do it again this Saturday.
0: She's going to make a name for herself, but it's going to be crossed out as the loser of the match. I mean, is that what I'm getting?
6: That's exactly what you're getting. All
0: right, we'll move into what we're here for. We're here for wrestling with words. It's kind of like a Rorschach test where we're going to give you some terms. First thing that comes to your mind. It can be a sentence, phrase, story, whatever it is. But, T-Mac, you want to go first?
1: Yes, I will go first. First one we got for you, Junkyard Dog. Rough. I like that. That's right. a good one. All right.
0: Number two is squared circle.
4: The
1: ring? Yeah, that's that's what it is. That's what it is. Am I playing this right? No, yeah, definitely. It's, it's whatever you want. It's a, it, You can go term, phrase, just first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. All right. Third uh, phrase or term that we'll give you here, powder.
6: Powder. What rebel used to throw in people's faces when we were in the dollhouse.
0: Ah, very much. She did do that. Yeah, yeah I like that. All right, and number four is Scott Steiner.
6: You can't see how big my guns are right now, but uh, I'm just, I'm just flexing.
3: She's got both the peaks and the freaks, is what it is. All right, here we go. Number five, Mark.
6: Uh, Mark, Mark Haskins. That was the name of the guy from Safe by the Bell. Was that uh, who's Mark Haskins? Was that mm-hmm. who's Mark? Which one is he? I don't
1: is like in the show, Mark? His oh, name is Mark
6: Haskins.
1: Is that the. Mark Paul Gossler? Is that Mr. Belding? Wait, yeah, what's Mr. Belding's Was he name? the principal?
3: Yeah, but I thought it was Mark Paul Gossler that was. Zach, well, that's Zach, Zach Morris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Zach Morris. Okay, okay. We all know Zach Morris. I have a poster of him above my bed.
0: Jackass. I love how nobody, uh, nobody's selling the term Mark when we ask him. <laughs> all right, and final one. Is it me? Final one. Spanish announce table.
6: Ah, sí, me gusta mucho la mesa de español. Eh, hablo mucho español, así que me gusta mucho. And hopefully it doesn't break after uh, tonight.
0: I like that. Well, Marty, thanks for coming on and spending some time
6: with us. Thank you, guys.
0: All right, we'll be back with more on Spanish Now, episode 200. <laughs> A little bit. T Mac really wanted to to hear this one today. That's my favorite theme. It's good. It's a good
1: theme. I mean, of today. Not of all time, but of today. Because that's just a fucking good song. Like, I would listen to that on the radio. Yeah. No, I agree with you. It's a good song. T Mac. I just love fucking Alistair Black. He's not actually fucking him. I've never done that. But I'm saying, like, just the whole So you don't know, you might love it. I might, I don't know, but I haven't, so that's inaccurate to say. Mm-hmm. But what I meant to say, and I will specify, is I just like the presence and delivery and presentation and move set. Uh, he is my, he's my, he's my new thing right now in pro wrestling. He's the one that I'm like, oh, I gotta watch his new match. He had a match uh, at Takeover that they just aired on the newest episode of NXT against Kurt Hawkins, where she just destroys Kurt Hawkins, which poor guy, but. Um. God, it was so great. He's just so cool. When he pins, he goes right back to that sitting in the middle of the ring meditation style, and he's fucking the devil. You know, it's just
0: the best. I love him. I agree. I, I He's definitely unique. It'll be
1: interesting to see how they, they push him moving forward. And he's already been on, like, main event. Like, they're – you know, they still tape main event. Like, he's already – I think – I don't think the NXT title is in his future. I think like the main roster. I think he's gonna get like a Baron Corbin type thing where I agree. he'll do like one more feud with Cassius Ono or you know someone. Sure, and then boom, right to the main well, roster.
0: I, I think that's in his future too. I, I don't see why you mess around anymore. I mean, like it's it's clear what his gimmick is, what his style is, what is. You know, the only thing I, have we seen him do like heavy promo work any?
1: No, but he doesn't need to because he's fucking well, scary. A, yeah,
0: so that's the only thing that is an unknown to us, right? But
1: other than that, he seems ready to go. So I'd have him join the Authors of Pain. Mm. Those three with Paul Ellering as their mouthpiece. Well,
0: so, yeah, so him just as singles, but them a tag team, but they're like in a little, like right. not a stable, but more like a Heenan family kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I like that, like a
1: like a satanic he- Heenan family.
0: Yeah, I like that. All right, so T Mac, this is tweet the table. This is where the listeners tell us what to talk about, and they do that by going onto Twitter and using hashtag tweet the table. It's fairly simple. Then you tell us your any and every wrestling thought, opinion, you know, whatever you got. You got an idea? Shoot it that way. hashtag Tweet the table on Twitter. T Mac, are you ready? I am. At the ultimate one says Tyler Bate pulled out all the stops, but Pete Dunn. Got it done. Five out of five, an ultimate must-watch match. Hashtag tweet the table. And at living a legend to 148 says, huh, look at that. UK chance by a US crowd. They never do that for Canada. Hashtag tweet the table.
3: <laughs> right?
0: They don't do that for Canada. Great point. Right, that.
3: From that suck country that you call Canada.
0: Right. Uh, We talked about it already in your three piece. What an amazing match. I don't know if you have anything else to add before we move on.
1: I would just like to see the integration of this whole cool movement blended together. So, for example, uh, Dunn is now the champion, right? Yes. You know what would be awesome because of his stature and build and just physique? Huh. Have him go attack T.J. Perkins on two hundred five live. No, I, I don't know you. if T.J. But I'm just saying a baby face. Uh, sure. Uh, who was the Who's the dancing guy? I already forgot his name. The black dancing. Guy yeah, I don't know. At the, at the, he train was the champ, station. right? He was the champ for a while. Yeah, whatever that guy's name is, I already forgot it. Like have have bait. You come can't to the remember him.
0: because when you say black dancing guy in WWE, that's every black guy. That's like yeah. that's what they Not do. Not Cedric
1: with Alexander because he just came back from injury. Uh, what's uh, that one? That? I don't know. Whatever. Um, like. But I, w- what I'm saying is I want to see an integration of the three. And you know one thing that I like going a little bit farther in that? I like that Noam Dar, even though I'm not a huge fan of his character, that he's in a raw storyline. So mm-hmm. now it feels like he's accepted on the main roster. I just like that blend. So like Bate and Dunn I think are awesome and that match was great. The only thing I fear is they're just going to have like those two keep wrestling each other you know what i mean and I then do. we're gonna be like okay cool so yeah i wish i had to, i wish that there was an integration of uh i mean i know it's the uk title but can an american contend for
0: it? it yeah why not should you know they could come get the u.s title kevin owens is yeah, walking kevin around owens, yeah, with so. the united states of america title mm-hmm All right, we'll move on. At bartender underscore all wc says, Rude is damn good. Wait till he hits that main roster. If you ever wondered who made beer money, look at both of their times in NXT. Hashtag tweet the table. And at wircata says, Imagine if Hideo went this whole match without hitting a GTS. Hashtag tweet the table. They should have. I will give
1: Rude this. Yes, Uh, of the two beer money guys, he was it. Right, however. This NXT push, in my opinion, at least started out with not him. It started out with an amazing theme song that DIY started to make cool viral videos for, right? Like, yes. I liked Bobby Roode and I thought he was great, but I didn't get on this whole, like, oh, Bobby Roode's a shit until this fucking theme song so and glorious. viral video. Yes. Yeah, the glorious viral videos caught on. And then I was like, fuck yeah, this, this is cool. And now it's like, oh, Andy's also awesome. You know what I mean? See, but so- I always thought he was awesome.
0: And I'd already seen that kind of character out of him from those viral videos and you saw some of it too and in when impact was doing that with the bad Mm -hmm. influence and they were the uh league of extraordinary gentlemen or whatever they were right Mm -hmm. that was fun yeah
1: well what i'm saying though is like if james storm would have got a great hook song sure would he have then got a little bit better of a push and then possibly you know what i'm saying so yes i do believe that bobby Roode of the two is better but I also think this current push had the start of an awesome theme that then they took into a push. Mm-hmm. At Lady Undertaker says,
0: Nice to see a little old school gold dust. Love it. Hashtag tweet the table. So let's do this then, T-Mac. Creative meeting here. We have just finished Goldust's R-Truth's feud post the Goldust turn, right? We're a couple months down the road, right? R-Truth's going to go do his talk show, game show, whatever he's doing, but Goldust is sticking around. Who do you book him in against
1: next? Well, I'd have him heal and I'd have a I I don't know. That that's hard because everyone on Raw is just it's too it's a catch-all. So it's hard enough. It's it's too hard to build a mid card because there's it's too much of a catch-all. So anything that you would want to develop into a real storyline you have to sacrifice time for the Hardys or Enzo and Cass or Sheamus. You know what I mean. So it's hard to develop the the mid card because you have to throw everything in, and so then everything becomes diluted. And because of that, you get weak storylines. But what I would do is have Gold Dust a career versus title match, whatever that title is. Let's say it's let's say he was screwing over Dean Ambrose, and Dean Ambrose is like, "You're old. You need to retire." title versus career match and have gold dust retire or lose being forced to retire. And then the closing credits mm. of shattered dreams production plays. And that's how hey, that's the last thing we see.
0: What if you did the same thing, but, and I don't think it's time to do this nor necessarily a good move, but do you think you could do that and get a face turn out of a guy like the miss? Cause he's the Hollywood guy. Yeah, right? there you
1: go. Yeah, or you could have Goldust go
0: back to being a babyface. Sure, yeah, you he know? could he could flip back on that. Yeah, so there's some angle, yeah. just because of that Hollywood angle there. So there's some things yeah, you yeah, could do, I guess. there you and, go. But I, what's I would like what's happening now. That
1: the best. So, yeah, you know. I would like that the best. The Hollywood guy ends the Hollywood career right. of Goldust. Right. Yeah. Right? But I think whatever's after our truth <laughs> needs to be it. Don't right. have this motherfucker around in 2018 wrestling – Titus O'Neil in the opening match of main event like sorry man yeah it's gotta be done unless unless again you wanted to get fun and crazy and then throw gold dust down in NXT then I'm okay with it then a gold dust trying to touch on the butt of Hideo Itami and that weird dynamic you know okay cool let's see what happens there you know what I mean and have him go old school trying to make out like he did with Razor Ramon Let's go there in NXT, but not on the main roster, in my opinion.
0: Gold dust and the drifter. All right. At WRCata says I love to see Ty Dillinger feud with Kevin Owens for the US title or just the US title picture in general. Hashtag tweet the table. I don't know if Dillinger's quite like there yet, do you?
1: I feel like he you know before that superstar shakeup, we kinda talked about how thin the SmackDown roster was right yeah. where, where we were just saying, like, you have Dean Ambrose, Dolph Ziggler, Miz, AJ Styles, and Randy Orton, and then after that, uh, oh, and Bray Wyatt, and then after that, you go, oh, What do you do? Ugh. But now, after that superstar shakeup, I almost feel like they had the problem that Raw has, or they have the problem that Raw has, where now it's you got Nakamura, Baron Corbin, Jinder Mahal now, mm-hmm. Randy Orton, John Cena when he comes back, and now Ty Dillinger's sitting here going like, "Wait a minute, I made a de- debut, and what's fuck?" Now nothing. And they're like, "Right," and they're like, "Hey, hold tight because now Rusev is coming back, right. and then here in a couple months we're probably gonna break up do the we, New Day." Goddamn, so do, we do they need a third fucking brand? <laughs> that's what I'm. <laughs> I think yeah, I mean
0: Jesus, I, I feel like they've got enough talent both on the two main rosters and NXT that it could support it right now. Another 2-hour yeah, show. But, right, Complete, but again, ma- then complete, you need complete to, its own
1: roster. Yeah, but then again, I I, I believe if you're going to do this whole thing where when JBL is doing talking smack and he's b- breaking kayfabe saying this skit, this segment, all that stuff. Yeah. Right? Then let's also break the kayfabe and realize that all these people interact with each other, and then that's where the blending of Tyler Bate goes and jumps uh, um, Titus O'Neil or something. You know what I mean? Like that's when that yeah, blending I think would work better because.
0: But now you're, you're injecting more of those people into the already limited time we've got.
1: Well, but what I'm saying is, but then you have a, a, a Ty Dillinger who's only pigeonholed on SmackDown. Like he can't go title for or he can't go uh, challenge for the UK title. He can't go challenge for the NXT heavyweight champion. So it's like shit.
0: You know what I mean? Cross divisions a little. Let some guys go to do a couple things. Right. I can compete in this division and in this one. Right. I I qualify for cruiserweights because I'm under 205, but I'm also UK.
1: So, you know, that's what I'm saying. Because a guy like Ty Dillinger right now is stuck in purgatory where he debuted. We loved it. Awesome. You beat up Kurt Hawkins. Who's now on NXT, apparently getting beat up by Aleister black. What do you do next with him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you do next with him? I've... What, what do you do with Ty Dillinger? Well, you've got to get something going on. Somebody has got to interact
0: with him. Right. And, but we've got to somehow use 10. I'd make him start do the uh, scoring people again. Right. Like, introduce why it's the 10 again to those of us who you know maybe don't watch NXT religiously or even then right so okay. have started start doing that we've got to pick a feud with somebody so who would get insulted that he's scoring them less so somebody that thinks highly of themselves who's on
1: he's on Smackdown yes unfortunately so, the go-to well, I feel like is I mean <laughs> Dolph Ziggler yeah but he can't lo- I, and I mean he can because it's all fake, but sure, you wouldn't but want him to lose again, again another thing.
0: So who else on there is like really into themselves at the moment? And it's kinda hard do. You to know
1: what me- you would do? Yeah. I mean here's here's a fun idea. Since I mentioned him as a new main event guy, have Ty Dillinger, just in the meantime for the next couple of weeks, do the hey guys, remember me? I'm the perfect ten and have him explain what the perfect ten is, right? You have Jinder Mahal lose his title. And then Ty Dillinger in a babyface way says, Well, you know why you lost is because you were never the perfect 10. Mm-hmm. And then you have gender and his creative characters versus Ty Dillinger. And there you go. All right.
0: On that subject, at the ultimate one says, Gender Mahal is getting the JBL push right now. Hashtag tweet the table. And at bartender underscore allwc says, hashtag tweet the table. Do they purposely put small people around gender to make him look huge or is he really that big? I think it's both of those things. Yeah, I do, too. And, and the I, JBL push was an amazing uh, reference there. That's exactly what this is. Yeah, because
1: before JBL turned into the cowboy-wearing uh, limo with the horns on it, he was losing every match in yep. feuds with Reverend Devon. So, yeah, <laughs> right. I think it's exactly the same thing. Yeah, uh,
0: I, The gender thing that you said to me today, that you support gender equality. Yeah. Support gender equality. That should be, he should run with part of that. Cause it fits very well. Right. He's already saying like, you guys don't like me because I'm a different color because I'm from a different place. I'm just, you know, cause you said you don't like the don't hinder gender, which I get it. Right. So turn that around and be like, he goes, I demand gender equality, right? And you can start making gender equality shirts and that's gonna get some heat from the mainstream, but that's gonna be controversy and that's gonna get eyes on your product. It, mm-hmm. I think it would be great. Gender
1: equality. And it's not hokey because I do like the don't hinder gender in the sense of me and you talking, right? So if right. I'm like when I'd he spaced it works blues. well. And then you come back on the podcast right. saying, don't hinder gender. I'm yeah. like, that's that's cool. Right. But if right. you were to put that on a fucking t-shirt, get the fuck out of yeah. here. It's better when he's faced
0: too, right? It's better, you know, don't hinder yeah. gender because it's a thing you want to like, don't hinder
1: gender, right?
0: Right, so it's, yeah, it's, that's it's a fun baby
1: face thing. Right. Yeah, but for the heel, yeah, gender equality. You hate me because right. I'm different. I need yeah. the equality that everyone else yeah. gets. I need My name equality. is gender and I support gender equality. It's f-
3: God,
0: can you imagine the backlash from that? And it's going to be great. They need to do that. Gender equality, right? Yes. All right. At Theo75 says, how does Dolph Ziggler keep his hair looking like Top Ramen day in and day out? Hashtag tweet the table. And at B underscore double underscore D, oh, B underscore double underscore D says, are they really going to keep going with this artist known as Shinsuke Nakamura name? Hashtag tweet the table. Uh, yeah, I think they are the artists. Yeah, Cause that's you know is? the
1: show off Dolph Ziggler. That's the a lister Miz. You know what I mean? There's the rock star. The...
0: They're calling him a rock star,
1: right? You know? That's so, the game. Triple H. Like it's the nickname on top of a nickname. Uh,
0: B double also did say, uh, can we just rename Nakamura? The look at my dick champion. Hashtag tweet the table.
1: Yeah. Cause he's like, bring yeah. it to my dick.
0: Look at my dick. All right. At Katie first lady says, I enjoyed the Heyman Balor segment could be a sign of things to come hashtag tweet the table yeah man that was kind of out of nowhere uh but i liked it
1: uh i listened to uh sam roberts podcast today because we're uh taping this on a thursday because of last night was the up down so on thursdays sam roberts podcast comes out and i listened to it at work anyhow uh he was talking about um this is a, a a sign he thinks of like the Scooby Doo, right? Where it's like it was never the person that everyone was uh, pointing at, right? It was this other thing. So by Paul Heyman saying you're the best, and then uh, Baylor being in a one on one match next week and not a part of that tag team, kind of being elevated above that scene, right? It's like, well, yeah, obviously Finn, 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 and then boom, it was Seth Rollins all along,
3: right? Okay,
1: right. So. It kind of feels like, and I agree with him, where this was a Paul Heyman saying, hey, everyone, look at Finn, look at Finn, look at Finn, and then they go, whoop, someone else. Whoop,
0: whoop. At GBL316, says hashtag to the table, is Tyler Breeze stealing Perry Saturn's Moppy? Hashtag gimmick infringement.
1: What would you think of that match? Did you watch it first off? Yeah, and I didn't like that aspect of it. Yeah, because I guess for me, it was never introduced in a match on SmackDown or something else where, hey, now we also do disguises, right? Yeah. So they in, did a, that in a one title, skip. yeah. So in a title match, their first opportunity at a title match, and now they're doing that. I think that was the miss. If we would have got behind it on SmackDown when they take on the Colones or yeah. the New Day, then we go, like, okay, this yeah. is what they're going to do. One of them's going to be, a, you know, Perry well, Saturn. But
0: in the whole gimmick aside that we've talked about, if they would just go to the Fashion Police, it's strong enough that it didn't need that. It didn't need that extra gimmicked up, you know, now he's the grandma or whatever. It's like, ah, man, you know, like it just felt too I, much. I,
1: yeah, I feel like whoever was the agent or Vince or Triple H or whoever was in charge of that match was trying to play back on that one time where Tyler Breeze dressed up like Nikki Bella and everyone was like, oh, that was fun. And then yeah. it was like, well, you liked it the first time. Now let's do it in a title More! match. And it was like, yeah, yeah. It's like, wait a minute yeah. now at Lady
0: Undertaker says, good God almighty. Elias Sampson singing he couldn't carry a tune
1: if he had a handles on it hashtag tweet the table but I love that as far I mean hey look what did we want or what did they want us to do when that motherfucker walked Boo. out yeah and so if he could sing people would be like hey man not, yeah, bad. not bad so yeah. fuck yeah you know what I mean like yeah well, I loved it I love how he
0: just fucking took it man and just kept mm-hmm. he's not terrible either in the ring when he went when he You know, had the match, I was like, well, shit. I was like, but I don't understand where they think they could possibly even go with this gimmick. Other than if they think we're just going to keep rolling it out and take
1: on this nuclear heat. Right. Cause that being said, by me saying I, I love it, I fucking hate looking at him. Mm-hmm. Like like I do want to punch this motherfucker so hard in the face. Yeah. Like I don't I don't yeah, like his stupid lot. scarves. I don't like his dumbass guitar. I don't like a drifter because they're yeah. fucking weird and dirty. And how does he keep showering if he's a fucking drifter? And how does he keep on showing up at the same towns as they are? Why is your hair and, wet? Yeah. And how do you always if you're a drifter, why are you always at raw?
0: Yeah. Well, we're all drifters, man. It's a fucking carny life. Shut up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but again, wouldn't that be cool if you just showed up playing the guitar on the UK tournament? Right. You burp, burp, yeah, because then it's. a fucking it's,
0: drifter. Right, yeah. He drifts across all of them. If, he, if yeah. he was on Smackdown and Raw and 205 Live, even though he can't. You know what I mean? Yeah. On, on the women's tournament, he shows up to be like, god damn it
1: because he doesn't have to wrestle yeah he doesn't have to wrestle you could have neville versus austin aries for the title on 205 live and just in the crowd have this motherfucker playing the guitar and just walks through
0: people like god damn it where does this guy belong (laughs) exactly you know he fucking vince mcmahon is holding some meeting and he just walks by (laughs) and he's like who the hell is that guy (laughs) i like it at katie first lady says and i want you to pay attention to this tweet she says so cool to see new day back hashtag talking smack hashtag tweet the table why did i ask you to pay attention to this tweet why because it was on talking smack on their scrolling bar indeed that was was cool wasn't it it. It thank you katie
1: for first off sending a tweet the table and second off uh for making it on talking smack for episode 200 and
0: that was a fun segment with the new day man we got to see a lot more like actual of their personality but don't rush me but, but don't, don't rush me. But don't I don't love that. Yeah. Well, and then like when she like pulled up his shirt, and he's like, app ap, yep," mm-hmm. and he's
1: just looking at the guys like, "Man, you're gonna get me fucked up." <laughs> just and then when he's like, uh, "I wish I would have married you." Uh, well, not married you, but I'm not opposed to that. Right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was that was a fun segment for sure. At Tmac underscore eight one six, that's you says. I really love how they closed NXT Takeover Chicago hashtag tweet the table and we did discuss this, but yes, the visual of it and then him just standing there staring at the crowd, standing on the table,
1: that was fun. I loved that. And of it. that little detail of showing the trademark, you know, last thing to mm-hmm. for me, like that's a cue of okay, we're done. Turn it off. The next thing is gonna be fade to black, right? And so that's why I got up. So yeah, I love that. It's, I loved it. It's at b underscore double underscore.
0: Says Roddy Strong is great in the ring, but lacking character-wise. Then I realized after JR's podcast, he's just boring as shit. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, I I mean couldn't agree more. You know he's like the, just,
1: yeah he's the definition, and this is gonna be taken wrong, and people like GBL are gonna attack me and say I'm bad, whatever. But. You guys have been used to this for 199 episodes. But Roderick Strong, to me, is the definition of independent pro wrestler, right? He goes to PWG, five-star match. He goes to Ring of Honor, five-star match. You ask him to cut a promo, and that motherfucker can't say three sentences in a row. Yeah, and And
0: it's just not, no charisma, you know?
1: Just nothing. But I tell you what, man, he can do chain wrestling with the best of them. He can do a backflip from the top rope to the outside. But great to watch a match. cares yeah
0: but there's no storyline behind it that I'm going to get behind with him in it, I don't think
1: at Hallmark of yeah. Swede
0: says hashtag tweet the table Chicago you get three CM Punks this weekend one for TakeOver and two for Backlash more than that and you establish yourself as a bad crowd oh, did they meet that they, they didn't do two at Backlash did they I don't know uh, I think they just did the when Hideo I know they were chaining it in that match because of the gts mm-hmm. yep did they do it which i
1: mean yet? come on you're even if they've never chanted uh cm punk they should have in that moment yeah you know yeah. what i mean you just so gave like, his
0: move to somebody else when he came in you know like yeah hey, you use so.
1: that
0: yeah. i'm okay, b, okay with that one but yeah. the
1: other ones yeah yeah
0: at b underscore double underscore d says i wish i cared more about bray at this point hashtag tweet the table me too damaged goods there was a lot of potential in that man that could have been big time long time stories i i will put some of it on bray wyatt he does take it a little too far off the deep end sometimes that it's hard to follow right his promos are great but you have to really kind of pay attention a lot and that's not the regular viewing audience
1: true however I think we would be paying attention more if he won more, right? True. So we're not paying attention because he loses. So then, therefore, no matter how complex and you know intricate and detail-oriented his promos are, it falls on deaf ears because we go, you're going to lose. You know what I mean? So mm. if he was winning, then we'd be like, oh, shit. Yeah, that is right because Sister Abigail helped you win against Seth Rollins. So now you're, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. If you keep on losing, you could say the best things in the world, but who the fuck cares? You're a loser.
0: All right, T Mac, you ready for this next one? Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm surprising you with this, right? Yeah. This next tweet is going to be our T Mac Story Time tweet of the week. Okay.
1: You need a sound effect for that next. I know. One. I, like I
0: know. It. I know. I'm, yeah, I'll work on that. I just thought of it right now. Just came to my head. Okay. <clears throat> And, it's, and the the tweeter, the tweeter, uh, did not intend for this to be this. I'm just going to make it this, and hopefully we can do this every week as long as people give us good enough tweets. This will be the T Mac story time tweet of the week. Right? At Lady Undertaker says Bailey should take advice from Kane, embrace the hate. Hashtag tweet the table. So T Mac, now that I've dubbed this the T Mac story time tweet of the week, I want you to book this. <laughs> Kane influencing Bailey. To embrace the hate oh
1: no no yeah. no i want you to book it no book it. That, you can't yep. you can't yep. no because nope. bailey you gotta
0: no. book it and no. this is where a year down the road bailey's heel turn or, or face turn or face run is over it's done mm-hmm. she won two titles nope. and
1: she's stale she's oh well Okay, then screw off. I'm not going to make her heal. I'm going to make Kane the lovable baby face that okay. says embrace all the fun things about being violent because Bailey is always going to be a baby face. That's the mm-hmm. no. You're no. You, Oh man, you're no selling it. No, that's not like Rey Mysterio going heel. Is hey that man. ever going to happen? Hey man. They tried yeah. that, didn't they? I don't remember, but if they did it, <laughs> fucking sucked. Um so what I would do is have Kane I don't know, that's hard. That's really hard because I don't feel no, like it's hard. She's too I feel pure. like you, I
0: mean, the the premise of it is its own thing, right? Kane's gonna start coming around seeing her losing, telling her to you know what I mean, like giving her suggestions and she's like, fuck off, Kane, you know, in her own right. way, obviously. Yeah, give me no. a hug. Hug I'm it, yeah, give me a that hug. Stick. I'm I gonna prefer give you love. a hug. Yeah, yeah, right. Right? I can always hug. That's it what out.
1: I would do. I would have her reject it all. By just but, hugging it out. But
0: uh, at some point, there could be a great nasty. Now, she'd have to get into it. She'd have to really want to do it, right? But she's been okay. a wrestling fan her whole life. Certainly, she's got that in her, right? She's going to yeah. want a fucking heel turn. And what better of a character to get a good fucking heel heat than somebody who was Bailey the Hugatron 5000?
1: Or that's how you get Sasha's turn because you're like bitch you should have gave in just like me and then have her turn on bailey Eh, we've seen the sasha back and forth forever well sasha's better at being a heel than smiles the hate
0: because she's always embracing people instead of hugging instead of embracing your opponents
1: you should embrace no hate of anyone, she she is the new Ray Mysterio. She will always be a baby. Fuck first. that! At the Iceman <laughs> <laughs> forever. <laughs> at the Iceman forever. Who,
0: by the way, we saw at Up Down, Kansas City. Let's let's take a moment and and thank the guys at uh, Up Down and the N.W.L. for involving themselves. You know, having uh, with our show. Us being a part of theirs was good synergy. Some of that blending you were talking about amongst the shows there, right? We I had a great blast yeah, out there. It was
1: good to see all the fun people up there again. Uh, got to see some new people at least talk to them, uh, like a Maverick and like a Marty Bell and uh, some others. So that was cool to see and talk to and be a yeah. part of. And we got to see some uh, good matchups. There were some really good uh, uh, video game wrestling matchups there.
0: Spoiler alert, the Maverick audio was somehow uh deleted uh, uh unbeknownst to me till today so uh we owe maverick one there hopefully uh <clears throat> i'll tell him it was your fault so he'll kick your ass at the ice man forever says dar seems to be sporting a boy band haircut hashtag tweet the table and at b underscore double underscore d says no dar's hairstyle reminds me of the guys we gave wedgies to in
1: high school hashtag tweet the table hell yeah being a bully was awesome <laughs> That's the one thing that I'm fucking tired of people like Ugh, bullies. You know what was fucking awesome? Being a bully. I love being a bully. I love <laughs> fucking picking on people. It was great. I don't give a shit that, oh, you all know, you did that. was because you had low self-esteem and you were making yourself feel better. Okay, guess what? I felt better. It was fucking awesome. It worked. <laughs> I love picking on people. I love giving them wedgies. I love... Pushing them downstairs. I love fucking crumbling up their paper. I love throwing their books out of their car. I love fucking opening their trunk while they're driving. I love it all. Fuck them. Good. It's fun to be a bully. Embrace the bully. Embrace the bully. At Katie first.
0: Lady. It says, money in the bank match looks pretty awesome.
1: Hashtag tweet table. I agree. Uh, but that being said, back to what I just said, uh, be nice to each other. Right. Don't be a dick. Yeah. I'm excited for this money in the <laughs> bank match.
0: What? I'm excited for the Money in the Bank match. They got a really good lineup this year for that.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the only one who's not going to win for sure just going into it is Kevin Owens because he's the United States champion. Yep. That's why I would have replaced him and given him a U.S. title match against Ty Dillinger, right? Yep. And then in replace of Kevin Owens in the – money in the bank i would have put it in kofi kingston
0: okay yeah i like that i like that idea That's or biggie yeah or biggie yeah we've never yeah. seen biggie like seriously contend for something like that that would be fun to see
1: because you know like i like the new day always like tag team tag team but there's three of them so like one of you I, wants a single i title. saw
0: that they mentioned in some interview that they they want to Freebird a free bird singles title no. Right.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah. No, I, uh, right. I, like, cool. <laughs> right, because no. that
0: could that could be the impetus, though, for their breakup. Right, they could start doing it and then start being like, "No, no, man, I'm doing the match fucking, you know." Or, or they've got to take on somebody they don't want to be like, "No, no, no, man, Kofi's wrestling this one. Right, it's Kofi's turn." They're like, "No, man, my my foot hurts." Right, <laughs> like, you know right. what I mean? They start. Yeah, I think that would be a great idea to do when you finally break them up. The impetus for that is they're free birding a singles title. And then it goes wrong when they all start like, "Oh shit, it's Brock." Oh fuck, uh, you know what I mean? Like, or Rusev, right? Oh Rusev, oh fuck, uh, Big E,
1: right? You're Big, and you're like, "What are you talking about man? I ain't trying to fucking get," you know? Yeah, I like that idea. Or if you want to make a big splash with that Money in the Bank, you say it's a mystery person uh, for Money in the Bank, and then it comes out to be John Cena. John Cena. Gross. And then there you go. <laughs> Gross. No, dude. Imagine John Cena and Nakamura staring each other down in the middle of the ring while everyone's outside trying to recover.
0: Yeah. that. Would, so, Nakamura's the fifth entrant, right? And he's and, No, they're all
1: in, entering at the same time. It's
0: a ladder match. No, I, I, here's what I'm saying, though, right? They're calling oh. him out, right? To the ring, mm-hmm. right? Doing the intros. Nakamura's the fifth, right? The sixth is the mystery person
1: his name is John
0: Cena. Because you
1: know Mahal is losing the title to him.
0: Yeah, God. It's going to be Cena, isn't it?
1: Well, because, yeah, he's tied, Ric Flair. No one wants to go down as tied for first. So they're going to give him his 17th. And who better to beat Mr. India than Mr. USA? John Cena. John
3: Cena.
0: All right. At the Ultimate One says, "Ruby Riot is growing on me. Nikki Cross is interesting to watch, but Asuka is still Bay and my future crazy ex-wife." Hashtag tweet the table. That was another good match. I thought that one was really well.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. The matches are always good, but I again, I've said this since she debuted. I don't know what the fuck Asuka is. I don't. I feel weird looking at her because it looks like. One of those uh, Japanese kiosk stores that you see at a mall, because she's got all the dumb shit on there. I like it. I'm I'm not a fan of her. I like it.
4: I like Nikki Cross though.
0: Yeah, I'm not rooting for. Yeah, I really like Nikki Cross a lot, and Ruby Wright. Yeah, grew on me with some of that uh, video package they did with her, and uh, and then just you know watching her go at it. I was like, damn,
1: she's good. And the character is easy to get behind because it's, hey, I'm here to compete. I'm here to start a riot. I'm here for a revolution. Rock and cool. roll. Right. Right. But then Nikki, Nikki Cross needs to be the champion. Yeah. Nikki Cross needs to be an unhinged, crazy-ass champion that uh, the big bastard has to, like, hold back so she just doesn't beat up everyone. Yeah, yeah.
0: Dane, Killian you know? Dane.
1: Yeah. And then that puts her in these disadvantaged situations where she's just so bloodthirsty to get after the challenger that the guy's holding her back and she's like i'll do anything i'll put up my title with one arm behind my back and they're like oh Oh, really really? you know (laughs) and now she's fucking fighting with you know oh she
0: oh man i have no doubts nikki cross can put on an amazing fun match to watch with one arm tied behind her back because she's going nuts crazy trying to like get it out You can see her like trying to gnaw her arm off.
1: (laughs) Exactly. The reason I became so such a fan, I should say, of the Nikki Cross was when I went to that NXT house show and DIY came out and they go, well, there's two of you. And two of us, so why don't we just do this match? And then Nikki Cross grabs the mic from Eric Young. She's like, I'll take on both of you at the same time. (laughs) Let's do it right now. And Chompa's like, I'm sorry, Nikki, but you've got to be this tall. (sighs) to uh compete in this match so she runs on the outside and grabs a chair stands on the chair and she's like i'm not tall now yeah. i'm that tall now <laughs>
3: <laughs> so I, yeah that's a crazy bitch that's she's who i great. like
0: i like it at theo 75 says the usos look like the repo men that came to my neighbor's house and took the flat screen and fridge hashtag tweet the table i love man the usos are great and i loved how <laughs> I pissed off they were was talking
1: about the repo man like wwe yeah, right. repo
0: yeah. <laughs> No, I like how pissed off they got uh, at the fashion police beating them in singles. Uh, you know, I mean they're just working this heel turn great.
1: Yeah, this is the best USOs I've ever seen. Ever, I, I love this USOs, and yeah. I
0: loved the USOs once they got there, like comfortable and they had their own swagger into the colorful thing mm-hmm. and doing the, you know the the dance and all that. I loved that Usos too, especially when they were doing the Harper and Rowan series of mm-hmm. matches and stuff. Amazing, oh, yeah. but this is the best Usos there have ever been.
1: Yeah, and they could do it as a babyface because if you watch them on Talking Smack, they they're basically babyface. They they yeah. they are being themselves. Yeah. And yeah, so this could go either way, but I like the like realism. Like this is you would see those guys in any you know, project area or or rough neighborhood in America. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I like about him. It. It's like, God damn, no, these people will fucking fight you anywhere.
0: You know, I like that. At TMAC underscore 816 says, in honor of Daniel Bryan's birthday, I finished his autobiography and it was a great book. Hashtag
1: tooth table. Sell me the book. Oh man. I, okay. So it has every name you could think of. It has Nick Bockwinkle to Antonio Inoki to Brian Kendrick to, uh, Kenta, Adam Pierce, uh, Miz, uh, uh, before he was famous, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, his own journey with William Regal and Shawn Michaels. Like I'm just name dropping because they're all legitimately a part of his story. And he's so self-deprecating to where he's not like, well, the match people said wasn't that good, but I would have gave it four stars. He right. was like, no, I actually made a mistake. Like one thing that really like hooked me is when he was speaking about uh, his rivalry, they did a Ring of Honor versus CZW and it was the champion versus champion where Daniel Bryan represented Ring of Honor and Chris Hero represented CZW. And what the crowd was wanting was like this knockdown, drag out fight. But what they gave him was like a technical wrestling chain, you know, chain wrestling. And he's like, that was probably a huge mistake. We shouldn't have done that. And it's like, where else do you see a wrestler being that honest with themselves saying like, hey, you know what? Actually, I probably shouldn't have done it. I should have done it this way if I could have done it again. And he takes you to a journey with his family, his little sister, uh, his relationship with Brie, which made me like Brie. I fucking like Brie Bella now. <laughs> exactly. I had to take a shower to get that filth off me. Just be like, I don't and then I came back. I was like, no, I think I like her. She's at, really good. But underscore. I will say this, hold on, mm. but I will say this, uh, the epilogue. Am I saying that correctly? Yep. Epilogue. Yep. yep. The epilogue, uh, have your phone on you and call your father. Cause that's wow. how it ends, okay. and we all know how that ends. But yeah. Jesus, I almost cried. Uh, at at b
0: underscore double underscore d says Roman makes me rather want to see Cena. Maybe that was Vince's plan all along. Hashtag Vince wins Lol.
1: Hashtag tweet the table. Was that it? Yeah. Look, it worked for Cena, right? Like it was an experiment that now, twelve years later. Okay, cool, right? Now we boo him like we say you suck to Kurt Angle, right? Yes. But with Roman Reigns, we need to learn from our mistake as the fan. Stop just stop making noise. Yeah. Just stop it. Because if everybody gets up and just
0: walks to the fucking go to the bathroom or go get a fucking soda or a beer,
1: do it. Yeah. Hey, take a point from the Notre Dame graduation ceremony when mike pence spoke and as soon as he starts speaking a hundred of them got up and walked out yeah that was more noise than what mike pence was even saying so if you don't like roman reigns get up go get a drink
0: i guarantee you if in in two straight weeks is all it would take and they would fucking stop sending them out there if on tv live all of you got up and
1: walked out you know, two came. weeks on Raw, and then you make the big, huge point on the pay-per-view, right? Yeah. And then everyone, you know, but because that's what because even Bruce Pritchard, I was listening to him on his podcast, and they mentioned a Roman Reigns. He's like, well, they're still making noise, uh, son. So I guess something's working. It's like, God damn it, we're not making noise about him. And I'm not yeah. just saying Roman Reigns. So if you like Roman Reigns, cheer him if you want, or if you, you know, wrestling hate him, boo him, mm-hmm. right? But. Do this for anyone. So if the next guy is uh, Drew McIntyre and you don't fucking like that, well, boo that guy or walk out like that guy. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not just saying do this only to Roman. I'm just saying do it. The thing about, like, the Pritchards
0: and the, you know, the other behind the scenes guys who go, well, you know, he's getting a reaction. So we put what they're failing to either grasp or no selling here is that we're not. He's not getting the reaction either way. The boos are aimed at you, motherfucker. The boos Mm -hmm. are you for fucking keep shoving him out here in this goddamn horrible fucking character that we just don't like and don't want it shoved down our throats in this way. We don't hate Roman Reigns. We appreciate and understand what he's doing. We don't like the way you're fucking giving him the Cena treatment because you thought it worked before. That's what we're booing, and that's where they're not grasping it or no selling it. So that's where you say, you know, start this thing, do a Hashtag, you know, Roman walk, walk out, walk out Roman. or whatever. Yeah, do it and fucking everybody get up, and walk out, go stand in the goddamn thing in the uh, mm-hmm. what do they call the the aisles out there? The uh,
1: you know, out out the arena. right? The concession area. Just go stand out there until Roman's done, and then come back. Yeah, because he's he's the innocent bystander, like you said. It's irrelevant that he. Is doing one thing or the other at this point. It's that we don't want him in our main event marquee storyline. So stop that shit. You know what I mean? Exactly. And that's the that's the issue. It's not that he said you know Milwaukee when they were in Green Bay, and now we're going to hold it against him forever. It's right. no, 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 man. We're just tired of this character in this spot. At it says has anyone noticed Kevin?
0: Oh, he said, "Ha ha! Anyone notice Kevin Owens walk around his head on the ramp during his entrance? Hashtag backlash. Hashtag tweet the table. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, he does that every time. I love it. <laughs> but smart. Why would I walk on my face? The face of America. Mm-hmm. Keep Don't that walk shit on the clean. Face of America. At Theo seventy five says Theo seventy five. Fun fact. Ooh, you ready for a Theo seventy five fun fact? Of course. Says Uso's means brothers in English. Hashtag tweet the table. <laughs> And I looked this up on Google Translate, and he's right.
1: I also know that he hates the L.A. Dodgers.
0: Yeah, he he certainly does. And Randy Orton. All Mm -hmm. right, final one, T-Mac. Comes from Katie, the first. Lady. She says, at table show, congratulations on 200 episodes. Hashtag Truth Table. Hashtag Sat 200. Aw, thanks, Katie. Right? How fun was that? I... 200's been fun so far. We had a great time last night, and the 200 episodes leading up to it have also been a blast. We've been through you know, many of things, but hey, more on that.
1: We've had our ups and downs and ups and
0: ups, thanks to you, the (laughs) listeners. (laughs) I like that. All right, we are going to take a break, though. We're going to come back, and we're going to do an email slash call-in segment sort of thing for 200. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. When we return to the Spanish Announce Table, which is on net, and-
1: the average woman smiles 62 times a day. The average man smiles only eight times. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com.
4: Hey,
0: episode 200 of the Spanish Announce Table. It's Captain Awesome, T-Mac, and a longtime friend, contributor. Brother.
1: Brother. brother of the Spanish announce table, the... Some dorks would call him
3: a good brother, but we're just going to call him a brother. We will just call him a brother. He is the Iceman. Iceman, what the fuck is going on?
2: I am a good brother. I mean, come on now. I I bought a Spanish announce table T-shirt, so that would make me a great brother.
0: That is, yeah. And if you have not bought a Spanish Nounce Table t-shirt, you can go on to cafepress.com slash Spanish Nounce Table and buy your very own Spanish Nounce Table t-shirt.
1: My favorite thing about that is you wore uh, the Spanish Nounce Table t-shirt on Cinco de Mayo, and I love that about it.
2: <laughs> Absolutely, I did. All right. I, I probably wore that shirt at least five times already since I bought it.
0: All right, Man, right, it's been a long time since we've had you, like, on the show. What's new with you, man?
2: Everything is new. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I am uh, still wrestling all over the place. You can catch me on NWL now as well, Mm -hmm. under the name Belvedere.
0: And I love this gimmick. I love how you're just, you know, he's shitting on you, but you're also helping him. It's a fun gimmick. I love the whole thing around. What, have you, like, tried to study any butlers, or what's
2: going on with this gimmick? No, I just come by it all natural. You know, I've been serving up ass whoopings for the past 17 years, so why not serve up a little bit of something-something in the NWL, right? Very nice.
1: I like that. Hey. We're going to do something a little different here with you. All right. Okay. So we're going to do wrestling with words where we're going to give you a term, phrase, or person or place. And you give us either the first thing that comes to your mind as far as a, a word back to us, or you can give us a story, or you can give us uh, just a couple phrases that you think about. All right. Perfect. So here we go. We're going to start off with uh, Captain Awesome's the first one.
2: Junk yard dog. Junkyard dog coming down to the ring. Doing his little dance with the knees, got the chain on, yes. classic childhood moment for me. And you're quite the dancer. Absolutely I am. I, Still, to this day, undisputed, undefeated dance champion of the world. You hear that, Katie Schamburger? I was going to say, I felt like somebody. Uh, yeah, she, he's calling you out, Katie. <laughs> Katie, if you're listening,
0: you might need to come smack this guy down a little bit. Uh, did you ever study the knee move? Is that what got you into dancing?
2: The what? The knee move, the junkyard dog. I was like, I didn't hear what you said. (laughs) Uh, Yes, I studied it quite well, actually. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. As a matter of fact, I perfected it.
1: Oh. Oh. We'll have to get that on video later. Number two. Number two, squared
2: circle. Squared circle, where I enjoy punching people in the face Mm. quite a few times a month, actually. Just there? Just there? Well, there is where I can get away with it legally, you know. I mean, (laughs) Places like, you know, where we're at tonight, Up Down, they'd probably frown upon that of me punching somebody up and down. <laughs> you see what I did there?
0: We know some people. They wouldn't mind. All right. All right. Number three is, oh, man, look, this has got a big applause going on for somebody over here. This is a live event. Forgive some noise. We're live here at Up Down for the NWL. No mercy, Nintendo 64 tournament. Iceman, the third term, Powder.
2: Powder. Powder. Yeah. It Well, it depends. Back in my early days, it, I did more than just powder outside the ring. Yeah. I may have powdered. Oh. I may have powdered my nose, a time or two. Yeah. T
0: Mac doesn't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's, it's
2: 2017. I don't judge. Yeah.
1: yeah. I don't judge. Yeah. Uh, hey, listen. Uh, yeah. All right. No. Anyway. All right. We'll get to the fourth. term. All right. Fourth term. And you know this guy. He has uh, been a staple of the show since almost the beginning. Scott Steiner. Scott Steiner. The
2: big bad booty daddy. Papa Pump, probably endless amounts of sound bites from that guy that not only do you guys use, but everybody else uses as well. And his last time he was on TV that I know of, he was being interviewed after some robbery at a restaurant or something or other as the local guy or something, yeah. Local business owner? Local business owner, yeah, that's it. (laughs) All right, fifth term, Mark. Mark, yeah, we're surrounded by him. Oh,
4: I
0: like that. Okay, you ready for the sixth one?
2: The Spanish Announce Table. Ladies and gentlemen. Careful, and careful, careful. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to give you my best yeah. road dog. All right, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Here go, Ready. Here this is the ice dog. Okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the Iceman proudly brings to you Captain Awesome, come get some, and the Mickey 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 Mac Daddy himself, T-Mac, on the world's best podcast, the Spanish Announce Table.
0: All right. That
2: sounds as good to me
0: as it can get. T-Mac, we'll be back with more Spanish Announce Table episode 200.
2: On
5: trainingtopicsnetwork.com and net. This is Dr. Dr. Tom Tom. Pritchard. You're listening to the Numero Uno Uno podcast Podcast. in all of professional wrestling, the Spanish Announce Table. 200th
0: episode of the Spanish Announce Table. It's Captain Awesome, T-Mac, and we have a special guest. But first, T-Mac, how are you enjoying tonight's festivities?
1: I'm loving it. Actually, I saw a really great match. Uh, Major, the CEO of NWL, actually put himself into this tournament and gave a very impressive outing, uh, went to a time limit. Uh, they actually went went with the fan, but uh, Major looked very impressive in the NWL uh, N64 No Mercy tournament.
0: Does he need to win the season path? He might. He might, you never know, you know what I mean? Times are tough sometimes. No, we have a long-term guest, friend, confidant, brother.
1: I think actually one of the first guests that we had on the Spanish non table was the following gentleman. Go ahead and introduce him.
0: It is Michael Strider. Sir, how are you?
5: Gentlemen, congratulations on 200 episodes. I think I hold the uh, distinction of smarting you guys up to what a ring rat was. Yeah, you were. I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been a long since repeated term, but you broke the cherry as it that's, that's on the right. rat. You guys asked me what my favorite pro wrestling term, and being a uh, virile American male, my favorite wrestling term was a ring rat. He can
0: still get it up, is what he said.
5: Yes, it yes, he is. Hey, so now we're going to do something a little different with you. Here
1: we're going to do what's called wrestling with words. And so what we're doing is we're going to throw six different uh, terms at you, whether it's a place, person, or thing, and just give us your first thought. It could be a, a word right back to us. It could be a story. It could be a phrase. Whatever you want. So let's get started with number one. I'll let you go first, Captain. All right, number one is
5: junkyard dog. Selling out the... Uh, s- uh, Superdome, or whatever it is, down there in uh, New Orleans.
0: Don't hogan this. what is it the Superdome?
5: I don't know what the hell that is. Is it the Silverdome? I'm like eight beers in. What is it? I have no clue. What it was the, the Katrina place where, they, where they, they hose everybody there. That's what that is. All right.
0: All right. We got fun going on over here at uh, Up Down, Kansas City. They're playing some uh, rigged up Jenga, some gimmick Jenga over here. What do you got, number two?
1: as we always do is ringed up jingo all right uh, number two the squared circle home
0: I like that number three
1: powder yeah. powder yeah. you take many of those now N- well, you know it's working <laughs> right, yeah. working I like that number four number four and this has been a long staple of our show uh we love them very dearly but Scott Steiner
5: you know, when it, you know, Frankensteiner, one of the most innovative moves when I saw it as a very, very young man. it just I thought it was impossible to hit it. He hit it. Um, innovator. So, Innovator. Look at this guy. He knows.
0: I like that. We are. All right. Number five. Is that me? It's me. It's not you. <laughs>
1: it's, not, it's not me.
5: It's you.
0: I've had a few beers, too, Michael. All right. Number five is
1: Mark.
5: Potastic. Sterling.
1: Someone to say it. You're finally the guy to say because I was like, that's what it has to be at NWL. Yes. Oh, great.
0: All right. And the final one, the final word you've got to wrestle with, or final phrase is the, word.
5: the Spanish announce table. Innovative, creative, entertaining. 200 episodes.
0: All of those things. Thank you very
5: much, Michael, for coming on. Congratulations, guys. Thank
0: you. Appreciate it. We'll be back with more on the Spanish announce table episode 200. announced table, another good music suggestion by T-Mac. Marty Skrull.
1: I love Marty.
0: Yeah, it's, he's, like, he's good.
1: I, I think he's spectacular. I'm not a huge fan of him being in the Bullet Club, because if you're the villain, you don't join other villains. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... I'm not a huge fan of that move. I like the presentation and how they did it with the every yes. hero needs a villain and then the uh, the uh, umbrella and all that stuff and the super kicks. I loved all of that, but yeah, I think the villain needs to be by himself. But I love Marty. I love I love the the finger breaking that he does. I love his move set. Uh, his WCPW match against Cody Rhodes was pretty good. His matches with Will Ospreay in Progress are pretty good. I just, I think he's great.
0: Mm-hmm. I, agree with you. I agree with you. All right, man. Well, this is it, right? This is where we normally do emails. And we're going to do some emails also, but we're doing also, we'll call them a call-in, right? People send us an MP3 of uh, you know a little message to us, right? So this time we get to hear them. You get to hear us all the time. We want to hear... What some of you sound like, right? Indeed. Because anytime we've heard you, it's us doing you, right? You know, like we're we're imitating what we think you sound like, your cadence, your style, right? So this is fun. So, how do we always kick off emails and things of this nature, T Mac?
1: Katie, the first
7: lady. Nope. Hey guys, it's your favorite First Lady wanting to congratulate you on 200 episodes of the Spanish Announce Table. Be honest, did you think it would ever last this long? And I know you wanted us to pick some favorite moments or episodes throughout the show. Episode 21 to me is always a classic, but for me personally is anytime you have our favorite artist Rob Schamberger on. He is the reason I started listening, so it's always a good time whenever he's on the show And always wonderful to see how much progress he's made working for WWE and all the great artwork and stuff that he's improved on. Definitely getting more t-shirts soon. Anyway, I just wanted to congratulate you, and here's to 200 more episodes of the Spanish Announce Table. Talk to you next week. Later, Katie, the First Lady.
0: 200 more, T-Mac. You ready for 200 more? Yeah, we'll see.
1: (laughs) Uh, Hey, you know what I think is cool about doing 200 episodes? Because at the end of July, that will be four years. We've talked about that off air, Mm -hmm. which we'll do something special for that, too. Uh, But one of the guest contributors, you know, aspects of this show is Rob Schamberger. And the great thing to see is we were introduced to him pre WWE. Right. We saw him when he was doing the championships collection and having a Kickstarter to get that yeah. finished. And now he's jet set, you know, wizard world mm-hmm. every day. Katie, the first uh, or excuse me, Katie Schamburger and the the what, world's finest that they call themselves. Yep, I mean, the world's look at finest tag like, team. Yeah. And I spoke
0: with Rob yesterday and um, they had some kind of, you know, like a, a family thing that that was sudden that kind of kept them away. They were going to come out. Last night, uh, but it was, you know, uh, totally when family things happened and, or, or whatnot. You know, I don't know if it was, it was a personal issue, obviously, you know. Um, so we're we're working on something. We'll get Rob back on here, of course. We got to find out what Rob's been. It's been a long time since we talked to Rob. So we'll get Rob back on here at some point. But uh, Katie, that was fun, huh? Well, episode 21 for anybody who's come on later uh, as a fan, we got really hammered. Right? Each in our own separate times. Right, I got hammered one night, and then you got hammered, meaning we got drunk. And we watched Heroes of Wrestling. If you have not seen this pay-per-view, I, I, I want to urge you to do it, but I also don't want to be that guy who does that to you. So if you feel like you're up to it, go watch Heroes of Wrestling. And then come back and listen to episode 21, where we do a special ninth segment, because we were doing eight segments then. Eight segments. <laughs> <laughs> of, of
3: wrestling <laughs> <between> <laughs>
4: eight
0: of them we had a WWE first hour segment a WWE second hour god we were terrible all right we've come a long way so we got really hammered and this is where we started to pick up some of our personality into the show i think right episode mm-hmm. 21 is a is a classic to go back to because that was kind of one of the major turning points when we were finally like all right this we're not getting it on the local radio station that we were working at right this is this is going to be a podcast so let's do what podcasts can do
1: and by the way to the listeners uh listening right now i keep trying to push for a relapse episode episode where we get drunk again trust me i think it's fun because who doesn't like to be drunk
0: well you know we're gonna have 221 at some point
1: yeah 221 relapse right
0: maybe every 21 every time we can fit a 21 in there by the way katie also sent us an email right because we asked for some wrestling stuff too, if they wanted to, so she says. I think backlash was good. I wasn't happy with gender winning, but I think it's an okay decision now. You know, because you can't hinder gender. Also, I have a storyline suggestion worthy of T Mac. If gender can be WWE champion, then so can you. Care to you guess play what she's going to say? Play it. No, no, it's not that. It's <laughs> not. It's not the. It's not the Mad ops. <laughs> I was thinking that off. Uh she says so can Mojo Raleigh cuz he's better than Jinder. What they should do is change Mojo from a hyped guy to the head of a biker group called Raleigh's Roadies. Okay. He, he could call himself Rowdy Roadie Raleigh and could call out Ginder and his Singh brothers for some faction warfare culminating in SummerSlam in an Iron Man match. Hard-Body Mahal versus Rowdy Roadie Raleigh. That's all I have for this week. Talk to you next time. Later. Katie, the first.
3: Lady, I love it. Uh, Hard-Body Mahal and and Rowdy Roadie Raleigh. Raleigh
1: That's cool. That's another guy that's got lost in the shuffle. I mean, he Mm -hmm. won the Andre the Giant. I haven't seen him on TV in, what, two weeks? Yeah, 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 yeah. Why isn't he in the – that's what I'm saying. Okay, there you go. Kevin Owens should have a United States title match, and because he won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, he should be in Money in the Bank. That's what that
0: get. The, yes. Yes.
4: And it then, gets you know. the
0: final spot in the Money in the Bank match. Yeah. A guaranteed spot in the Money in the Bank match when you win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. See? Because then if somebody's hot, then you've got an easy book right there. Right. You know what I mean? If if you uh, so it's what WrestleMania to yeah it's a couple months right? What are we talking three months, four months yep. tops? Yeah, that's a good. And yes. that doesn't
1: necessarily mean they have to win money in the bank. It just right. gives them a storyline to right. go into the
0: match. But you have that option, and right. you've got them some guaranteed exposure. Right, a little bigger spot here, test mm-hmm. the waters. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's move on to the next one. You ready?
7: Yes. What the fuck is up, gentlemen? It's me. It's me. It's B-double-D. So finally the time has come, episode 200. Wanted to send in a nice audio clip, do some special sound effects, something fancy, but uh, yeah, I don't know how to fucking do that. So uh, I'm just going to shoot from the hip like this. Um, I just got to say, I've I've had a blast listening to this podcast from the moment I heard it. It's hard to pick out one specific moment. Um, I got to say, one thing I did used to look forward to, was every time unpGBL called in and hearing Captain trying to do it without uh, hiccuping. So uh unpGBL, don't know where you've been. Come back son. Come out of hiding. But um, in terms of wrestling, I mean hey, we take I take it by a week by week basis. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Um, I do notice lately it seems like Vince is kind of doing just a big F you to the fans, kinda going his way, but whatever, it's his product, it's his money, it's whatever he wants. Um But anyway, congratulations, guys. Just looking forward to 200 more. And uh, you know what? Just because it's special, all I got to tell you guys is never give up. B-double-D. Out, son. All
0: right. Well, we're not giving up any time yet. Yeah, is is Vince just like a crotchety old like, fuck him. Fuck him. I'm doing what I want
1: yeah i mean how many times do i get in that mood now imagine me being 70 years old and a billionaire yeah. so you <laughs> know what be, i'm saying you'd like, be insufferable fuck, yeah. fuck.
0: <laughs> god yeah, damn. so i definitely be a cunt. see that be the fuck, <laughs> you, yeah. would, you would be a cunt that would be the first like you know you're being a, a supreme kind of narcissistic asshole when an american calls you a cunt right mm-hmm. yeah? yeah a male when a american cunt. calls a male a cunt you've you've done something wrong <laughs>
4: Yeah. right
0: yeah, I would totally be a
1: cunt, you would so, be a cunt. but I get in those but I get in those moods, right? And so imagine, you know, we probably have the same temperament because he'll throw down any time, you know, I mm-hmm. kind of had that Irish background of fuck yeah. you then let's fight right now, you know And so yeah, of course he probably gets mad at the 28 year old who thinks they can book it better than him. so he goes, you know what? we'll fuck off for four weeks we're gonna give you a Roman reigns who doesn't say a word. you yeah. know
0: yeah, jeez. Oh, B double D. He always provides some of the funnier tweet-the-tables we get. He yeah, has a similar definitely. personality to us, I believe.
1: Definitely. And unpgbl. Uh, unpGBL, I think I pissed him off uh, last week on Twitter, which, you know, uh, two words for you if you don't like it. Um, but I miss you, buddy, so come back and uh, give yeah. us an un-PGBL. To,
0: and, 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 man, we'll talk, let's, let's talk to the other faces of Jeebs, man. We've tried to talk to him already about, like, I think he misinterpreted what we had said before. Uh, about, yeah, because you're uh, the commish. Right. Uh, so... Uh yeah, we'll we'll try to we'll see if we can find unpGBL. We'll send out a search team. Yeah. We'll call out the uh the FBI, the CIA. We have connections over there. We will get this resolved. We will find UnpGBL at some point in the next two hundred episodes, that's for sure. All right, let's move
8: on. <laughs> hey, Captain Awesome and Team Mac. Congratulations on reaching two hundred episodes with the Spanish announce table. Great job, guys. Keep up the awesome work. We are totally looking forward to another 200 episodes or more of the Spanish Announce Table as it keeps on going. My favorite all-time Spanish Announce Table moment was, well, it didn't really happen, but I was we were all totally looking forward to hearing T-Mac's Christmas sto- Christmas tree story of him stomping it to the ground. So, <laughs> T-Mac, when you get a chance, give us a story, please. Thanks. That was Theo 75
1: yeah, I thought I gave that story. He
0: has, but he wants to hear it again, man. Let's give okay. the man well, what he wants. I'll give
1: it again. So, I might have forgot some of the details because it, it was episode 75 and we're at episode 200, so if you just do the math.
4: Yeah.
1: Um, but basically what happened was, I was dating a girl at the time and she uh just became very, very annoying, insufferable, and hey, was hey, making hey, fun of me and
0: cutting me down. Let's 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 reiterate to what, what you mean by dating. So you're what mid twenties at this time and or maybe early twenties, and dating is we're fucking regularly, but we still go out and party and we drink and we right? So it's one of these kinds oh, of things. Oh no,
1: no, it wasn't like that. Nope. It was we would go on a couple dates here and there. Okay. All and right. you know, it was like it was like casual dating. It okay, wasn't like party dating. Cuz I was in like my I was like 26, 27. Okay, so, so I was so in you, my Okay, so this is the ones, turn
0: yeah. to more adulthood. So this right. is a now this is a we've seen each other semi-what but we're not exclusive.
1: Right. Right. But
4: okay.
1: I'm still in the the age and I'm still at the age now, but at the time definitely even more so of the well fuck off if you don't like this shit, right? Right. And she became annoying and I couldn't stand it. And she was cutting me down on something that she knew was a, uh, a hot button issue for me. And so the only thing I knew how to do, because obviously you can't hit a woman and you never should. Uh, but in my, yeah, but in my, uh, um, stupidity and immaturity I decide I'm going to take it out On her fucking Christmas tree <laughs> And so I Stomped the shit Out of this Christmas tree Repeatedly bah, Fucking humbug <laughs> like, like, And I'm just There's uh fucking uh, Tinsel, jingle bells, yeah. yeah, everything just fucking flying amongst my head because they're all broken <laughs> pieces of glass just flying everywhere, and then this fake green
3: grass she, going everywhere. She has everywhere. to
0: be horrified too. Oh and yeah, she,
3: she's <laughs> screaming and she's like, "I don't know what you're doing!" I'm like, "Shut up. the <laughs> fuck up!"
1: <laughs> but then the worst part of the story, at least it could have been, is that she lived on like a on a hill, yeah, and it was snowy, and so when I got in my car. I hit reverse, and then I'm trying to go up the hill, but I start to, like, uh, spin out and stay in one spot, and I thought I was going to get stuck. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I wish (laughs) that would have (laughs) happened.
1: Luckily, it didn't, and I I was able to get out, but that was the scariest moment. But yeah, You might have braved the
0: elements for a walk home that evening.
1: (laughs) Definitely. But, yeah, I destroyed that Christmas tree, and she deserved it. I mean, I shouldn't have done it, but kind of like what I said about being a bully, it made me feel better. You're right. So, Fuck that Christmas tree. Yeah, fuck
0: that Christmas tree. All right, that's Theo seventy five. He's always around, man. Uh long time listener and big fan. You know, he's always tweeting the table, always doing stuff, always promoting us. He was uh he's putting up a hashtag tweet the table on one of his Twitch streams when he's when he's video gaming. Yeah. Like, yeah, man, he's awesome, Theo is. He's that's great. great. All right, so T Mac, this is the fourth contributor. Fourth. Do you have a guess?
1: mop jockey
0: nope it's the fourth
1: <laughs> contributor
0: yeah mop jockey ain't coming around <laughs> mm, yeah mop uh, jockey is giving us the benoit treatment right we he won't speak our name he's not <laughs> we don't <laughs> exist mop jockey man episode 200 man we really would have loved to see you yep hi hi how are you
1: hey t- there's a dog too before we get into the uh audio clip i just want to let you know how strong our relationship is is i told that story about me crushing that christmas tree while she was staring at me the entire time yes yes i I hadn't heard that story yeah she hadn't heard that story
0: relationships are great (laughs) mike <laughs> yeah so no christmas tree here <laughs> uh, that's great cameo all right let's get into the fourth contributor t-mac it's mr fourth row hey
8: it's a go it's a go it's mr fourth row checking in this week with a requested voice message for the 200th show my thought this week is with jinder Mahal. I honestly thought that he was going to win the championship later rather than sooner. Thought they would do a little more of a program and a push with him. But do you think maybe it's just because WWE wanted to do a little shot across the bow of Impact Wrestling with Impact's pending future trip to India? And do you think this will affect their attendance? Do you think maybe the fans in attendance will say, well, gosh, that's nice, but the WWE has an Indian champion? Or, you know, is this maybe just a little bit of a the big guy trying to put the little kibosh on the small guy before they even get any momentum going? Or is it just maybe just totally unrelated that they already had this going and something or other? But who knows? But anyways, congratulations on the 200th episode. I effing love you guys. And hopefully, uh, What's on Fight we will get to the 200th episode uh, in the near future. It's going to take a little while, but cheap plug. And once again, <laughs> that's my view. Not from the cheap seats, not from the most expensive seats, but from the fourth row.
0: Definitely check out What's on Fight on TrendingTopicsNetwork.com. Check out all the shows on TrendingTopicsNetwork.com.
1: We love those folks in yeah. there. Hey, uh, I'm, the I'm g- going to call them Go, Go, Fourth Row. Go, Go, Did Fourth really Row. Think? Yeah, I like go, that. Go forth through. Yeah. I feel like
0: we've exhausted so much of this gender thing, you know? Uh, I well, just, uh,
1: it is interesting to take it from an aspect of TNA was going there. Remember, they made the signing yep. of um, getting an Indian superstar to put on their roster and stuff like that. Yeah. So maybe from a timing aspect, yeah, maybe they wanted to do this at SummerSlam, but because maybe TNA was moving a little bit more forward on their – uh plans that mm-hmm. yep. yeah let's just pull the trigger now where it race. doesn't matter kind of thing
0: yeah it's the space yeah. race we got to get to india first Right. yeah indeed mr fourth row is awesome too and uh a lot of the nwl folks have been supplanted here in kansas city from denver and they know of mr fourth row from mm-hmm. this local scene out there so we talked to some folks from there specifically the howlets and uh and dak draper and, and folks like that know of uh mr fourth row so that's fun uh, having that connection out there, it's a small world, T Mac, here in the Spanish House table universe. A
1: small world, after all.
0: What, yeah, it is. What's next? Right, all right. Next, I have an email. This guy could not send an uh, audio clip in, but we have an email.
1: That's okay. And, hey, you know you why? Know you know next time around, uh, huh? just know your skill set and uh, be like B double D and just admit that you can't do some shit. Right. <laughs> that I was like great that. when that he's was like, ah, I can't do that, but yet. I don't know how to do <laughs> that shit. Uh,
0: this guy. That guy that wrote this email, mm-hmm. you know why it's okay that he couldn't do an audio clip? is an email. Mm-mm, I don't because know. I like that fucking guy.
1: Oh, Chris Mercado! It is Chris Mercado. <laughs> yeah. He says,
0: "Hey, Captain and Team Mac, happy two fucking hundred episodes of the one and only Spanish Announced Table Podcast!" Now. I've not been here since day one. Hell, I'm not even sure how I found this show to be honest, but I'm glad I did find it, and I haven't skipped an episode since I started listening. As far as a wrestling topic goes, Money in the Bank is the next pay per view coming up, and that means anything. Uh, 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 that means anything, because SmackDown Live is the best effing show. So, who do you guys have walking out with the Money in the Bank briefcase, and will we finally see a women's? money in the bank match thanks guys that's all for this week and here's to 200 more fucking hilarious episodes of the spanish announce table adios chris mercado who do you got winning the money in the bank all right so we said it's not owens right we've got styles in there we've got Dolph. we've got nakamura we've got who else we got we've got ziggler yeah corbin corbin Okay, and who's the and last? Sammy Zayn. Sammy Zayn. Okay, I'm gonna we we've we're crossing out Owens. I'm gonna For cross obvious out obvious reasons. Yeah, I'm gonna cross out Styles because I feel like th- there's no way they think that he needs to have it. They can book him in a title match any fucking moment, right? He's AJ Styles.
1: But him cashing in is a huger pop than it's anyone true. else. All
0: right, well let's let's put a question mark beside Styles.
1: But here's the great thing about gender winning this title is that you can't necessarily cross off Sami Zayn right now either.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. So here's the thing. I'm going to cross out Dolph, though, because he's won it before. They, I don't think they're pushing Dolph into a main event thing anytime soon, right? I'm cross right. off Dolph. Corbin, whew, I, I I don't oh, – man, that would be a good one, him carrying around that Money in the Bank briefcase. He could do a lot with that. But I just feel like they're not – for whatever reason, they seem to have like kind of – Shifted to neutral on him, right now. Yeah, you get that feeling yeah, too. Yeah,
1: I think they're gonna go with the U.S. title with him. I think Kevin mm-hmm. Owens and him are gonna be doing something.
0: All right, so we're down to Styles, Nakamura, and zane and I can make an argument for any of these. Nakamura, I feel needs it the most, given his limitations on you know just this language is gonna be hard to sell a storyline. But money I in the am bank is a built-in storyline. Yeah, so I'm thinking Nakamura. Yeah, <laughs> that's who you're picking. Yeah, I'm picking Nakamura.
1: I'm going to go with AJ styles because it's a make good for all the people that were pissed about gender. So it's like a, okay, okay, okay. Okay. You didn't like gender. We know you like AJ. Please stay around. Now. AJ's money in the bank. Right, and yeah. then that adds to down the line. When you talk about AJ styles, you say WWE champion, uh, money in the bank winner and then whatever tag team, team yep. champion you yep. know yeah then that adds to yep. the to the list so All right. i think so,
0: that's one agent i mean yeah okay so yeah we'll just split that one you got styles i got nakamura yeah i mm-hmm. like that but i god you can make an argument for either one of those but
1: i though. want Sami Zayn. You yeah I
0: mean? I mean i i feel like he could he might even benefit better than nakamura as weird as that sounds for my justifications for nakamura just because i think he could take it farther get more out of it if that makes sense
1: but I agree with you with the Nakamura, where he does he can just say I missed Mr. money in the bank, and he can just uh, pet the and then his, yeah he man.
0: swings it around all funky. Uh, yeah, it's easy yeah. money for sure. All right, yeah, let's he get in. Hang this. it
1: from his belt, and he could just like hump it like a, yeah. like a like look at like my dick.
0: It. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's get into this final one. This is a gentleman who's. Uh,
1: oh wait a minute! No, we didn't ask the or we didn't answer the second part of the question. Wait a minute! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah right, home. right, right. I don't know if it'll happen this year, but it's gonna happen. I think it will happen this year because uh, too many high-profile people, i.e., Sam Roberts, Peter Rosenberg, are mentioning it. And when there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. And so I think it will happen. Well, and now's
0: the time to do it because you could book. I mean, you've got the amount of women that could pull this off. You know. Yeah.
1: So you're, you know, and yeah. I would even, I would even. And they're all not doing anything. You know I, what I would, I'm saying? Like, would you cross brand it? Yeah.
0: Would you mix what? brand it, or would you stick it to one brand?
1: no one brand yeah one
0: brand just one brand which brand are you going
1: smackdown
0: you're gonna do smackdown girls huh because it's money yeah. in the bank so it's a smackdown me- yeah. yeah yeah all right cool all right let's get into this final one this is the living legend he's been around for a long time since the beginning he's been listening uh, you know uh, he may not have heard the first one immediately but he's he's known us a long time he also uh is high up over there at the trending topics and network so check out all that stuff over there again hey let's, let's get into the legends message you ready
8: Yes, let's do it. It's time! But the queen
3: will rise to the top, oh yeah. We welcome Olivia Legend!
2: Okay, Spanish announce table congratulations on reaching episode 200 that's a phenomenal number great work keep it up I'm looking forward to the next 200 but here we go something special for episode 200 I think it's time the Mac asked the Cinco Brigontas questions to Captain Awesome I'm looking forward to hearing the answers but that's all for me enjoy the rest of the show the living legend has now left the building
3: the cream of the Crop. And there is no one that does it better.
0: It's the living legend. Play it out there. Let's do it. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. on. Let's do this. Let's do this right. It is now time for. Cinco preguntas. Who's that girl? All right, (laughs) teammate.
1: All right, question number one. Uh huh. Who is your favorite all-time wrestler? And again, you can give us more than one.
0: Sure, of course. Uh,
1: Typically, if you you haven't heard the show before, uh, other people uh, might give us a couple answers, so feel free to do that as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, kind of narrow it down to who would be your number one. If you can't do that, a couple.
0: All right, I'm going to narrow it down to three. And then I'm going to give you the reason why I picked the number one. The three that stick out the most in my mind are Hulk Hogan, Shawn Michaels, and Scott Hall. Right? Each for their own okay. reasons. Each for their own reasons. Hulk Hogan, I was younger. Shawn Michaels, I was more the adolescent. And he's just the fucking greatest of all time. And uh, Scott Hall, because he's the coolest motherfucker I've ever seen, I think. Right? Like, he was just always just fucking suave and cool. Even when he was Razor Ramon in the bad guy. I was like, that guy's fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you could tell it, it oozed, as it were, from Scott Hall that, like, yeah, that's a guy I'd like to go fucking... Drink beers with at the bar, fucking shoot the shit, right?
1: So. Oh, and he'll kill someone. He'll kill he someone. Bouncer, so, yeah, fuck right. it.
0: So, but my favorite wrestler of all time is Shawn Michaels. Because out of those three, so here's the, what I look at that is, all right, if I'm going to forever for the rest of my life, I've only got to watch the one mm-hmm. person. Out of those three, I'm going to pick Shawn Michaels because there's just so much more to
1: work with there, right? I agree. A million Shawn percent. Michaels. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's go into question number two. What is your favorite match of all time?
0: And we've said it a bunch of times whenever we get this, but I think it's the Michaels Taker from the first one, the WrestleMania. WrestleMania twenty five. Yeah. Uh, just and I've talked about how I was in Germany and watching it uh, later after it happened, you know, and then uh, kind of that I downloaded it, uh, you know, through illegal uh, means. And watched it there with my friend, and just sobered me up from how much uh, of that German beer I had been downing all evening. Uh, just amazing match, and I said it right then. I was like, "That might be the best fucking WrestleMania match I've ever seen." And then, yeah, flash forward all these years, and a lot of people would agree with me.
1: Yep, a lot of people would. All right, let's get right to number three. What? Or er, this one is who is your uh, biggest influence? Yeah, in podcasting.
0: Yeah. Or in wrestling. podcasting so with like as a wrestling fan i'd say obviously hulk hogan was the biggest influence right because that's what sparked it makes okay. sense and that's what I mean, it was like the driving guys? i was the cena kid with hogan for mm-hmm. you know for many years uh as far as podcasting and like wrestling podcasting well i was listening to some wrestling podcasts but it was also the allwrestling.com week weekend review which i don't know if that's ever coming back or not take a shot we're still going, so Dan the Cannon over there influenced me a lot, and then just all the callers. I was like, "Well, hell, I can do this, right? And I can do it better." <laughs>
1: so I didn't influence you. you just, and and, your I, smugness, can it, just and going, I can do better. And now, I can do asshole. it better. And I can
0: do it better. And I fucking did. All right, so. <laughs> so much i had to jordan walk away from that shit all right now so- <laughs> but i'm the asshole guys Remember yeah,
1: that right send me all the fucking hate yeah,
0: yeah so we'll do that well hogan in, in the podcast or in the wrestling and then the podcasting we'll say uh the the entirety of the all wrestling.com we can review
1: i like it let's get right into number four uh-huh. what is your favorite pro wrestling term all right,
0: so rat is a fun one right but i never really use that gimmick is is the one that immediately came to mind when I thought I'm going to have to answer these questions was gimmick mm-hmm. because it's such a use it's like, fuck, right? Everything's a gimmick. Mm-hmm. But the one I find myself actually using the most is shoot. It's when I'm getting like, when I'm telling a story, right? And you know, when you get that, like you're in, you're stammering. You're like, no, I mean, this, this shit really fucking happened. This is like, yeah, that's what he fucking said. I'm always like, no, that's a shoot. And nobody knows what the fuck I'm saying. <laughs> I have to be like, no, it really happened. It's like true.
1: Yeah, it's shoot all right all right here we go the fifth one Mm -hmm. and as a uh, greater man than me once phrased this question it's not really a question it's more (laughs) of a thought experiment so we're in a creative room it's Mm -hmm. just me and you and we got to come up with the next storyline that's going to take you to the top main event wrestlemania Mm -hmm. what's the storyline you versus me
0: Uh, i like how you tried to uh Sugarcoat it and pat it a little bit by saying a greater man than me once (laughs) said. I'm gonna piggyback this story off of uh, the last time we did one of these, and somebody gave their we we had everybody give their answers to the cinco preguntas when we did one of these call in Mm -hmm. shows. Yep. And I was it Carnage.
1: Who did? Remember him?
0: What happened to him? Yeah. Who did the? I'm going to piggyback off of his, and I'm going to do the continuation. When he did the uh, T Mac pulled the shield swerve, and gave the name to the Canadian Spanish announce table, right? Uh So flash forward, I'm getting my revenge. I'm coming after T-Mac. I'm chasing him down, right? I'm putting him through tables any chance I get, right? Always through the Spanish announce table. And I'm demanding a match so that I can earn back the Spanish announce table name from those fucking sat pod nerds up in America's hat right I'm cutting every Canadian promo every oh I'm calling in favors right and I'm getting Scott Steiner to come in there and say
3: from that suck hole country that you call Canada
0: right and I'm going at you and I'm like T-Mac I want three on one T-Mac and the sat pod jabronis against me Captain Awesome at Mania For the rights to the name of the Spanish Announce Table podcast. Right? And we battle it out. I mean, we wrestle, 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 right? Out to the arena. It's a a no-holds-barred, falls count anywhere in the arena. Just, what are we going to call it? The, the, I don't know. And it's a table match, right? It's got to, yeah, you've got to, yeah. Go through the Spanish (laughs) Announce Table, right? Yes. And... I, I take care of the two sat-pod Canada jabronis with ease. I just distract them with some Labatt's Blue or something, right? And I fucking <laughs> – right? You I, I, I lose them, right? You lose your creative characters over there. And it's just me and you, and we're battling all over the place, right? And mm-hmm. I – at one point, you get the upper hand, right? Mm-hmm. You get the upper hand. And this is mania, right? So we've got the 14 announce tables, right? We've got the Filipino announce table. We've got the Nigerian announce table. We've got the, right? And you start putting me through them one by one, right? Boom. Boom. You're taunting me, right? You're saving the Spanish announce table for last. When I pull out, right when I'm about to go through the Spanish announce table, the Kansas City cunt punt, and I put you through the Spanish announce table. And I win the rights to the Spanish announce table name. Now, we're going to flash forward a year to the next WrestleMania when I lose a match. And you're out in the crowd. And we have our Macho Man Elizabeth moment. You carry it on your shoulder? And you're crying. And you come yeah. in. And we, we barely hug it out. And we're back together. It's the Spanish you announce me table. You shoulder? Yeah, I'll carry you out on the shoulder. And we'll go <laughs> sit on the Spanish announce table. Yes.
1: All right? That Where is we awesome. Go? Yes. All right. That was fun. Hey, before we go, yeah, and that was great. I like that. Uh, Nils, Nils, I, Nils. I remember this is episode two hundred. I had my battle wraps. Listen, oh. here's the paper. Yeah, I had the battle wraps ready. He was practicing and, every break. I, you know yep. what I mean? He was ready. Listen, you hear that paper? Mm-hmm. Throwing it away. Mm. I was ready. Battle wraps ready. Man, were ready. He didn't send it in on time.
0: These were intricate rhymes too. These were like these oh, were these were verbal gymnastics. There. Is what these were.
1: I mean, honestly, because I told you them off air in between because I thought he would send something in. And when I was telling you him, you were even impressed. And I'm, right? Right. I said, you're a regular Eminem. Yep. Yeah. But I just threw them away. They're gone forever. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, you can't
0: recreate art like that.
1: Yeah. Lightning doesn't strike twice. You know what I'm saying? No. No. I'm officially retired. Throwing mm. down the mic. Mic drop. I am gone forever from yeah. battle rap.
0: Missed the one window of opportunity to, to for the You know what's coming.
1: You said episode two hundred. I, I was always a green. So, you know. Two hundred episodes, T
0: Mac. Yep. T Mac, what has been your favorite moment of the Spanish announced Table podcast?
1: Well, any time that I can uh, laugh to tears is yeah. always one of my favorite moments. shark so Sharknado <laughs> is a good one. Yeah, the Sharknado one. Yeah, I found out about
3: Sharknado
1: when you told me about Sharknado. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, honestly, there's so many. Yeah, the first time we interviewed Rob Schamberger, the first time we interviewed uh, a WWE star, Dolph Ziggler, the meet and greet into the interview with uh, Dolph Ziggler and Dean Ambrose. Uh, My son almost hold-
0: dropping the IC title when Biggie yeah, let him hold it. Have-
1: yeah, we held the IC title using funds that were given to us by doing this show and buying floor seats to a Monday Night Raw. Yes. and also we saw the Regal Twins and Rob Schamberger. Yep. You know what I mean? And also, we uh, the, the Mick Foley I, show, did. we did that. Yeah, the Mick Foley show. So mm-hmm. there's a thousand. But I would say any time that I can laugh to where I'm in tears and just forget about my day and just focus in on she looks like – uh, wick checks and cigarettes or something like that yeah that's my favorite yeah.
0: so. those have been my favorite is is i go back now and i've started again to try to work on the next one for in case you know i'm gonna be moving soon so i don't know if there's gonna be a time where we've got to miss a week so i'm getting a mm-hmm. clip show ready uh anytime i go back and i realize i'm getting four or five times each week where we just really said something that cracked us up hardcore and that's why yeah, exactly. we do it
1: right i mean so and just enough. laughing and talking to you about pro wrestling like i said i've never cared about the download numbers or i mean i've always wanted the good download numbers and i always want to hear from our audience uh but as long as i can talk wrestling to you uh once a week uh through skype or in person then i am great so that's my favorite moment to get All a little right. touchy-feely with you oh yeah and we'll get out of here man we'll be back next week for two oh one
0: uh, jeez. We got an NWL event this weekend. Yes,
1: we do. It's yes, Memorial we do. Day weekend. We got some big surprises. A ladder match between the Howlots and the Royal Bloods. Yeah. Uh and a the no DQ match.
0: Can, the Howlots can get their job back if they win this
1: match. Yeah, if we got not. no DQ match with Thor versus Strider. I mean it's mm-hmm. gonna be great. And a barbecue before the whole event starts.
0: And some guests in the crowd, some local guests, some local celebrity guests are gonna be there, so yeah, it's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a fun time. We may have some other surprises that we reveal later from that. Who knows? We love we love going out and doing those fun things. But we'll be back here for 201
1: next week on the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And uh, going more with the In Your Feelings vibe, the French often use the expression, the English have landed to say a woman is on her period.
0: Touring Topics 200th episode of the Spanish Announce Table. T Mac and Captain Awesome again here at Up Down for NWL's No Mercy Nintendo 64 tournament. It's been fun so far. Jeremy Wyatt lost again. This time wasn't to you. You still hold the record for beating him in 18 seconds.
1: I do, but he did put up a better fight than he did up against me. Uh, another guy that was really impressive in the tournament is our current guest right now. Went to a time limit. Should have been a draw, but because we had to declare it a winner, uh, a winner was declared. But uh, How did you vote? I voted for our guest, but I'll let you introduce the guest.
0: We have the all-apparent, the, the reigning, ruling leader
9: of the NWL, the National Wrestling League, major base... You can just say owner. It's fine. You know, whatever. You got to know what you book yourself. Uh, yeah, owner, president, doesn't really matter. I, I did dominate that match. I owned that match. Um, just nobody, I didn't know how to pin. So, like, I crushed the dude for five minutes and then just kept pressing buttons to try and figure out how to pin somebody. And uh, that was my downfall, ultimately, is that, uh... I never got a pin, and so despite my domination, the fans went with the fan instead of the guy that was bringing them all of the stuff that they have, which is normal. You know, it's all right. It's all right. And he dominated with Billy Gunn. It wasn't oh, like he no. picked Stone Cold. Right.
1: Say it correctly, it's badass Billy Gunn. It is badass Billy Gunn. But he, he didn't dominate with The Rock or Stone Cold or Triple H. He did it with a mid right. That's With an ass man.
9: Right? Exactly. right? Yeah. Billy Gunn is never a Mick Carter in my mind, dude. Billy Gunn should have been the WWE champion at least for three years. At least for three years. Badass Billy Gunn is the most squandered talent in the history of WWE.
0: Billy Gunn is the main event of Major's Mind. You like that? All right, so let's get into some fun stuff that we're doing here with all the all the fellows around here. We're doing wrestling with words. We're going to throw some words at you, wrestling-related. And it's like a Rorschach test. You're going to give us the first thing that comes to your mind, yeah? Let's go with number one. You want to go first, T-Mac?
2: Yeah, I will. It is
9: the Junkyard Dog. Overrated. Woo! Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, get like sad that he's – I sad that he's that. You know, like, you know, whatever. But, like, I mean, okay, dude was big. Dude had a chain. Dude was great in the ring. Um, but, you know, but in the end of the day, as a five-year-old, which is – what I was when I saw Junkyard Dog. um, JYD was just the guy that was never pushed. Like, Big John Stud was a bigger deal, you know, when I was growing up than JYD. Um, And so, I don't know, I think there's a lot of nostalgia for JYD that, I don't know, it seems like he was just kind of like their token black guy, to be honest. That's an honest answer. That's a
1: deep cut, I like that. Yeah, There we go with Major.
9: All right, you can do number two. I did number
1: one, didn't I? I did it, but it's okay.
9: I did it. Number two is squared circle. Uh, well, I actually think of square the payment system. You know, when you say squared circle, so uh, I think the of yeah, I think of money, and I think of you know accepting payments. You know, making sure that bank accounts are lined up accordingly, making sure that the uh, the API has been configured correctly on the website to make sure that we can get you know payments for merch and sell stuff. That business. First business answer we've got. Alright, number three, powder. Um, well now it's now it's you know, people running out of the ring and you know, playing like they're you know what's it's funny about powder, right? Is that you know powder now means to me like somebody like faking like they're scared of somebody, right? Because like you only powder out because Oh, we are trying to get heat to the person, usually a baby face, right? So the heels are the only ones to powder. So heel powders because some baby does something, and then the heel, like, has to powder out and act like they're afraid because, like, you know, only, like, bad guys can be, like, afraid and whatnot and, like, wouldn't, like, actually give the good guy his due. And I just kind of, like, I, I think it's th- kind of – I just never like that angle. I don't like that whole aspect of pro wrestling. I feel like, you know, the bad dude – wouldn't just, he wouldn't, he would never powder out and, you know, dude, bad dude would be there waiting with a trap every time and beat the hell out of that baby, right? You know, he's got to be evil, right? So, so we don't, we don't really allow for powdering in the NWL. We let people be who they are and, you know, if a dude decides to leave the ring, it's because like legitimately that person is not worth their time. I like
0: that answer. That's something we haven't heard yet. All right. The fourth one, and this is a fun one, longstanding, just thing that we've discussed. It's Scott Steiner. Weird boobs.
9: Uh, yeah. Weird boobs and weird bicep. I mean, like, I never watched WCW when I was growing up because I never had cable. So, my experience with Scott Steiner was the stupid gold chainmail thing when he came to WWE after invasion. And he did the pop pump thing with the, you guys can't see me doing my arm the biceps. double biceps. Yeah, and like, in it was just a freak show. Like, it was just a freak show, and now his chest is a freak show. And so I just kind of think he's a whole freak show. Hopefully, he never hears this and does not kick my ass. Trust me, we've said some
1: crazy things about him too. All right, number five, Mark.
9: Well, I just think of a guy named Mark. Yeah, you know, normal. Uh, uh, Mark Sterling. To be
0: honest with you, that's good. All right. The sixth one, and this is the best one, Spanish Announce
9: Table. Uh, I don't know, D-Bags.
0: <laughs> Another honest answer from the boss.
1: We're so loved.
0: Thank
4: you so much.
0: The boss does not pull punches. He tells you like it is and shoots you straight and never lets you down. Major, thank you for coming on again. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Right, appreciate it. Spanish Announce Table, episode 200. Spanish this is Rob Schamberger, the artist of champions, of champions, and you're, and you're listening, listening to the Spanish, Spanish Announce, announce Table. table. <laughs> All right. Spanish Announce Table, episode 200. This is Captain Austin flying solo. T-Mac went out. He's gone. He's almost married now. I don't know if you know that. He's moved in with, uh, moving in with this new one. Whom I'm talking to is the Monarch Jeremy Wyatt, long-standing friend slash confidant slash guest.
10: Many things to the Spanish Announce Table. Mr. Wyatt, how are you? I'm good. So we're back on friendly terms. I thought, uh, I thought you guys banished me from being uh, friends of the show to being, like, an adversary. You seem pretty pissed off at us. Well, oh, somebody just, yep, not so good. But, no, I, uh, you know, uh, not so much uh, as far as being pissed off at you guys. Uh, I did not like the shenanigans that was pulled the last time I encountered you with uh, T-Mac and that no mercy, or no, was it? Was a WrestleMania 2000? Yeah, that was a... Uh, Where he beat you in 18 seconds? That was a lot of malarkey, so... Uh, 18 seconds. Yeah, 18 seconds, yeah. Where he beat you. Well, why, why doesn't he try to do that in a real ring? Defeated. Re- do that in a real ring. Well, this was a digital ring. I'm not, I'm not a nerd, so, you know, I mean, it happens. It's, it's, You're not? I'm not a nerd, <laughs> no. I mean, I, I do love Batman and comic book, well, some comics, but I'm not, like, Blaine Meeks nerdish, so... True.
0: True. Very true. So listen, man, you've been doing this NWL thing for a couple months now. You even came out of retirement. How are you enjoying it thus far? Before we get into what we're here,
10: uh, man, it's been awesome so far. Um, you know, I've I've been uh, embroiled in quite the little feud with uh, Thor Terrio, and uh, I gotta I gotta admit, I, I I really enjoy punching that guy in the face. So, uh, and I'm sure he enjoys punching me in the face. So it makes it uh makes it a good show. Uh, I mean, I, I think I enjoy punching him in the face a little more than he enjoys punching me in the face. So, uh, And I do it a little bit better than he does. But that's neither here nor there. But, yeah, the NWL, it's uh, it's uh, it's going good. And uh, I think, uh, you know, it's only heading up from here. Before we move on, is there anybody you don't enjoy punching in the face? No. That's yeah. So, you know, right. I, But but I've grown quite fond of punching him in the face in particular. That makes complete sense. Well, let's get into what we're here for. We're going to do a little segment
0: we call Wrestling with Words. I'm going to throw words at you. Do you know what words are? I think I'm speaking them now, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. These are words, and I'm going to give you some other words. And I would like you to respond with the first words that come to your brain. Be that a phrase, a one-word answer, a story, whatever it be. Are you ready for this?
10: I'm as ready as I'm going to be. All right. The first word is junk yard dog dog. Uh well, the first words. First words was that's, he's dead. Uh, well, yeah. That's that's probably not a good first thought of yeah. Junkyard Dog. But it's a uh, first thought. Uh, underrated. Uh, underrated. Major said overrated. No, I found him like for what he did. He was very he was uh, very entertaining for what he did. I mean, I don't like. I'm not gonna put him like on like the pantheon of like great workers in the history of the business. But I think JYD was underrated. The second words are squared circle.
0: Where I am king. Mm, The monarch reigns. Third word, powder. What I do from time to time when I'm getting my ass kicked. Well, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Fourth, and this is a longstanding mainstay of our show, Scott Steiner. Math. Math. He's he's
10: not good at it.
0: Well, I mean, so listen, that numbers promo, if you watch it back, when he does his basic arithmetic, right, when he's saying 133 and a third minus
10: 80, whatever, that's always correct. But his going above the 100%. Yes, that's where he gets a little lost. And I will also say, um, as far as work-wise, probably just like an athletic freak. He could do – Like, you know, 245, 50-pound guy, solid muscle, maybe a little gassed, uh, doing things that, like, cruiserweight guys can do. So uh, ahead of his time as well. Yeah, he's certainly an interesting character. All right, the fifth term, Mark. Uh, People who allow us to do what we do. I like that. Because without them, I mean, there's no one there to watch and – Oh, Mark's kind of a—it's a turn. It, it's a ter- it, it's, an, it, its you know, it, it means what it means. But you know, without Marks, I mean, there's no shows. So, uh, some of them are annoying, but uh, but there's nine, 99% of them are awesome. I like that—an honest answer. All right, and
0: the sixth and final set of words that you've got to wrestle with, and this is important: right. Spanish announce table.
10: The number one podcast in the history of the world. That's why he's the
0: monarch. He knows what he's talking about. Jeremy Wyatt, thanks for coming on.
10: You're very welcome. Now, I'll take that 10 bucks.
0: Yeah, TMAC, uh, he'll find you when you go out at the door. This has been Captain Awesome, Spanish Announce Stable, episode 200.